Yeah, 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 yeah. And we back again with another episode of the Player Moves Only podcast. Today's special guest is Christian Renee. Christian, for those of you that don't know, he's a huge sneakerhead out here in the Bay Area. Um, we were able to talk a lot about uh, sneakerhead culture, um, hype beasts, how they're kind of fucking up the game for everybody. And we also got to talk about a nonprofit organization that he's actually a part of um, called Undead Stock Events. And, you know, Christian's a real cool guy, real humble dude. So, you know, this this conversation was uh, nothing but great. So without further ado, Christian Renee. Yeah, you said that this isn't the first podcast you've done? This is not the first podcast. Nice. What, what, which uh, ones have you done? I want to shout out to P's podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, that was my first podcast. I did two episodes with them. Uh, pretty much we uh, discussed NDS, and it was a good experience. I wasn't really expecting a lot yeah. as far as, you know, being able to speak and talk about you know, what I do and all that and it felt good. Yeah. It really felt good. And it was cool because, you know, I got to do it with, you know, old friends, new friends, and really connect and, you know, talk about um, sneakers and talk about street culture and all that stuff. Yeah, so really which which you seem to have a type type of love for, uh, right? You, like, you, you're really into the sneakers. Uh, dude, I mean, you already know. I guess for me, it's just I've been in sneakers for a long time, yeah. and just what I'm doing with it now is is pretty cool to think about. You know, yeah, man. No, it's, it's amazing. And honestly, uh, the, that's the whole reason I wanted to bring you here because... I mean, it's always great to have somebody that knows what they're talking about to come drop some gems, you know what I mean? I'll try to. I'll try to. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. But anyways, <laughs> let me let me give you uh, the right introduction. Um, today, I'm sitting with uh, Christian Rene, uh, one of the biggest sneakerheads I know. Um, also, you know, we we crossed paths a couple years back, and I was just, I, I reached out to, to Christian, and I was like, man, come, come game us up real quick. Because, I mean, honestly, bro, there's levels to the sneakerhead shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean... Um, I would say my love for sneakers is like, you know, I, I like sneakers, but like, do am I going to the drops and like, have I waited out in hella lines? Yeah. Hell no. Not, not because I don't want to, but dude, it's a mission. Like, you, dude, real sneakerheads put up with some shit, right? I mean, like, <laughs> well, we got to think about it. Like, we already knew, we already knew how it was just because, I mean, a lot of people don't know. Me and Isaac, we go way back just oh, yeah. because we both worked at Shoe Palace. Uh, that was one of the best jobs I I had. Yeah, man. Nobody has. No, I mean, <laughs> take that back. Hold on. Let me not say nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, taught, I agree. It, it, taught, I agree. It, it taught me a lot. And for us to see how the games change and obviously now how sneaker drops work, it's a little bit different just because when I started, it was always about camping out. And, you know, it was something that all my cousins taught me, especially when it came to like Jordans and all that. Yeah. But like you said, like it, it's a mission. It's really a mission when you think about like how to get these sneakers just because everyone's wondering like how do I get this certain pair like how do I get this certain release like what do I have to do yeah because come to think of it when I started getting into Jordans and when I started to you know gravitate towards the retros yeah think about it I didn't know like people were waking up and camping out like five o'clock in the morning going yeah. to like Great Mall Eastridge or, or Valley Fair um, if you guys know that's all the malls in our area <laughs> yeah but pretty much it was just I didn't know that. I didn't know you had to do that mm -hmm. until I was probably like what 12, 13. So what that, year is this? It's twenty twenty. So I'm twenty six uh -huh. right now. Okay. So that was like thirteen years ago. Thirteen years ago. So two thousand and what is that? Two thousand and 
2007? 2007 was coming out back then. Some Metallic uh, Fives. Like, well. Okay, so I did I did the Metallic Fives at Great Wall, uh, Finish Line. Oh, I'm right, right? 2007 yeah, was with yeah. some Metallic Fives? I, I did, oh, I did, yeah. I did that, and then I did the Fire Red Threes at Great Wall. Okay. And fire Red Threes, man. Yeah, that was, and then the Flips came out, but I wanted the Fire Red Threes. And the I, flips was the retro three with the elephant print all like around. switched. The, oh, the white one, yeah. Okay, and it was got switched it. around. Got it. So I remember camping out, and I didn't camp out as as uh, late as I thought. Mm. You know, just because now it's like people are really camping out. Yeah. Overnight for I want to say gr, but it's not even considered super quick strike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the fact like people are legit camping out. Yeah. Like the night before and. When it came to camping out the night before, like in the first release that I ever saw people camping out the night before for yeah. 09 Space Jams. Oh, shit. That was yeah. like the first time that everyone started camping out. Bad sneaker, man. Shout yeah. out Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Michael Jordan. I love that sneaker. I still, yeah. I still have that shoe. I still have that shoe. Yeah, right? yellowing. Um, I'm sure the, the soles are starting to yellow. Yellowing, nice on. separating. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was... The only sneaker I've ever had like separate was um, the Jordan Three Pure Money's. The soles like started just it's from two thousand and six, so mm-hmm. they started like you know separating as I was walking one day, and I was like, oh fuck! I was like, I love these shoes. I know, <laughs> I dude. Turned, I turned them into straight beaters. I remember when those came out and the Black Cats. I hella wanted those. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like the Black Cats and the Pure Money's are sick, and then yeah. obviously they were. I think they were. They I both just re-retroed not too long ago. Is it? Is it or was it the fours? Oh, okay. Pure Money Forge re-retroed, and then pure, uh, the, the Black, Black Cat Forge just yeah. came out not too and long I, ago. I did have the I did have the Black Cat Forge. I think that was a 2006 release, the yeah. original release. I had those, and then they started cracking, and I was just like, oh shoot. Yeah, and this is this is like when people are like intense. Oh yeah. This is like you you show up because I I honestly got into dude man I'll never forget my first like when I really got, got into Jordans. Um, I had a friend that uh. His older brother was on the Jays, so, like, he was yeah. kind of, like, introducing him to it, and so I would see it. Like, I always thought, like, Jordans were, like, super dope. Like, it just had, like, this not sick retro look to yeah, it, right? Um, the Jordan 4 uh, Fire Red was, like, dude, I was, like, fuck, how do I get that? And, like, you you try going to the shoe store, and you're, like, where is this shit? It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt, because I, I would always see my friends pull up, and I was, like, retros, man. Like, at the first, the first time I ever got exposed to Jordans as far as, like, I wanted to be mm. in the sneakers, was I think I had a teammate on my elementary school basketball team. He was wearing the 03 White Cement 3s. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, those are those fire. Are those are fire, Yeah, right? man. And I was just like, dude, this dude's wearing them. And, like, he's, I mean, it's a basketball shoe. Like, granted, it's basketball, yeah. right? But, like, I remember talking to my cousin um, back in the Philippines, and he's one of my cousins that's really big in the sneakers, right? And he told me, he's like, you know you had shoes back in the day? I was like, what do you mean back in the day? And he was like, you had shoes when you were a kid. Like, what did I have? And he's like, bro, I saw you in Red 13s. I saw you in uh, Playoff 9s. Uh, I had the Pippin. I had the Uptempos. Yeah. I Uptempos wow. as a kid. So you were born in, like, 93. I was born in 93. Yeah, okay, so I 93. think I'm older than you, but, like, what year? Uh, I was born in 95. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it's a couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not too often. Yeah, um, and then they were still. Were, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, you were, you were born into, like, an era where, like, the sneakers in the you know, basketball players were just getting some dope signature course, shoes. Yeah. Like uh, the up tempos are clean, dude. Yeah, I had I like when the when the first retro came out for the Olympic pair. I think that was twenty twelve. The Olympic, that's the navy and white. The navy and white, like I had sixes. That. No, the uh, well, I had the sixes. Yeah. but I'm talking about the uh, the up tempos. Oh, the up tempos. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, the, I'm sorry. The, the gold medals, yeah, the Olympics, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I had to have those. Like those were sick to me. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like I I knew I was in the basketball shoes. Yeah. Around. Like, going into, like, the actual basketball shoes, because I think 
there was a phase, I think it was 2012 to 2014, where basketball shoes were really hot. Mm. Just because, you know, LeBron, KDs, Kobe's, of course. And I remember, like, I was getting the up-tempos, and then they did the Penny Fives, like the Miami Dolphin colorway, I copped those. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I. but then again, it's like, I guess we'll talk about it more. Yeah. It's like, your taste <clears throat> in sneakers do tend to change, especially oh, definitely. with all the hype or whatever's in. And yeah, man. Like that. And Yeezy just, definitely took did, over, huh? Oh, like yeah. When was that? When that that hit hard? That was probably one of the only shoes that I ever camped for. And this is, and mind you, this is Adidas. Like yeah. I didn't even, I wasn't even too knowledgeable on the Nike Yeezys that were coming out at the time, yeah. um, until like the very end of it when the deal, when him and Nike separated, mm-hmm. he wasn't getting his, uh, you know, his creative. Right. Um, they were. What was the issue? He he was like. I guess they. I don't, he I'm didn't not, have too much like put in. He didn't have a lot of creative input, like creative input or creative direction. Direction, or, or, or like oh, they they say a uh, creative freedom. Oh, okay, is, so like really make they, the shoe how he wanted to make it. Exactly. Right? Oh, okay. So I think that's definitely a pivotal point in in the sneaker culture uh, when you think about it. Just because, yeah. let's be honest, how many of us had X amount of Adidas before then? You know, I obviously did. Yeah. Like I had more Adidas between 2016 to 2018 more than I ever had in my entire Prior. life. I probably had like three pairs of Adidas. Which is crazy to say too because I mean like if, if you think about it, Adidas are, Adidas are fresh. I mean and every shoe is is pretty dope like in its own way. Like it's like I, I like it like art. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like people, certain people are going to appreciate yeah. it. The Nike Cortezes have been being worn by hella people of way before like you know the hype beast era like yeah. i mean now you'll see somebody rocking cortezes with ripped jeans i'm one of those people <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying it's just like whatever shoe that you like i mean you're gonna gravitate to exactly. but it's like once the spotlight gets put on it then the whole you know hype comes with it and everybody dude night cortezes are like 80 bucks now Dude, I remember like, we were selling, what we were selling at, uh, at Street House was like 64, 54. And that was, st- dude, back in the day, they were probably like 40 something. Yeah, like 44. Yeah, 44. man. 44.99. Vans, <laughs> Vans are shooting up. I mean, think about it. I mean, Vans is just, I mean, Vans has always been a classic. But yeah. The fact that, like, you're, you're seeing, like, Rude Vans, Fear God Vans, you know, That's dope. Dub Taps. Yeah. Thinking about, like, all the different type of collabs that Vans have. And mm-hmm. granted, it's just like, man, you're paying 150, 250, 400. 700 for a pair of Vans is just like insane just because like we really know how that soul that soul works but yeah at the end of the day that simple vulcanized look is is sick for most people depending on how you rock it mm-hmm. so uh it's and just man. with just with the fear of god logo going across it the font going across mm-hmm. it like pe- has people going crazy how much do those go for those go for like at least a, a couple hundred i mean when you think about like the original fear of god yeah. Vans from what i remember from yeah what i remember i think those are still going for think a rack actually are those the high the mids those are the lows those are the uh the eras the, the eras. eras so it's the one that has the fear of god print all over okay and then they have the skate they have the skate highs which is just more of like a black okay base. the skate high is the one i'm thinking of and then yeah. they have like the white or the oh the yeah yeah or yeah. the cream whatever got it i don't remember how much those were going for i think last time i checked was like it had to be at least over 400 yeah i'm not 100 percent sure yeah but then like i had the red ones I had like a couple pairs of the red ones. I, I camped out for those. I can't believe I camped out for a pair of Vans. <laughs> no, you know, right? Which is insane. Wait, where? Where did you uh, camp out? Valley Fair. Wow. So what was crazy was at Nordstrom or where? No, at uh, at Paxson. So oh, what happened shoot. is I I put a chair there and I had to have my homies watch it. And I'm not gonna lie, like I kind of ghost chaired. <laughs> and I'll be I'll be. Oh man, the I'll, truth coming out. I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honest. I am not a big fan of uh, ghost chairing. Yeah. 
not a big fan. Can we explain what ghost sharing is? So basically, what ghost sharing is, you put your you put your chairs out there, and you're not sitting in them. And let's say, depending on the releases, because nowadays a lot of people are ghost sharing. Right? Mm. They're ghost sharing like days ahead of the release, mm. and you're just leaving it there, and you're not just you're not putting in the work. Yeah, I will, I will, that's not the way I put it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I get it. Like at the end of the day, it's like you want to take a sleep. Or not take a sleep. Why did I say take a sleep? You want to take a nap in your car, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? You want to take a nap in your car. You want to go this place, this, this place, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm. But at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, last time I camped out. I camped, what did I camp out? I camped out. I mean, I camped out like last year, yeah. the year before. But I camped out a few times, right? Yeah. And I, I sat in the cold. Like I sat in the cold. Granted, like when the the diamond dunks dropped, yeah. so the white and the black pair, okay. like it was during the time where wildfire was really bad. Mm. And oh shit! I didn't. St- I probably stayed in my car probably an hour tops. Yeah. But I was sitting in my chair like the majority of the time, and I camped out for over ten hours. Yeah. You know. So at the end of the day, it's just like, just put the work in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, it's it really messes up like people that are actually trying to wait in line for the shoe. Okay. Because at the end of the day, it's, there's a lot of resellers that are in line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And granted, make your money. Make your money. But at the same time, it's just like. As I said, put in the work. Like, it's, yeah. it's etiquette to me, but yeah. that's why, like, people say the game is so messed up now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just because, like, there's a lot of factors that really come into play. And I know we can go a little bit more into it, depending on, you know, what direction we want to go in. Yeah. Just because there's a, there's a lot to say. Yeah. You know, a lot to say. And as I said, like, the game has changed so much. Yeah. Just because, for me, like, I've been in the game for, officially, I would probably put myself at 14 years. So, it's, it's, it's been a while. You've been in it. It's, I've been in it. Yeah. And, it, and it's and it's uh it's crazy how, how it is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah, the first time I ever camped out was for the Yeezy Oxford Tans, the yeah. three, is it 350s? The 350s. The yeah. first version, right? Yeah. Version one. I don't know if you know Rob. He's, like, really into Supreme, and, like, he, he's, like, he's usually, I'm sure he's at your... your uh, uh, Rod, Mysterious Rod? Rob. Oh, Rob. Rob, um, yeah, I didn't want to throw his last name out oh. there, but, but yeah, my bad, Rob. Hey, shout out, Rob. Um, that's my guy he, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, hella, he's hella cool piece, man. Uh, he was at that release with uh, another homie, um, Charles. He's usually always getting like oh, Jordans, the older Filipino, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out, Charles, too. Shout hey, out bro, to Kuya Charles, hey, man. man. But so we're all sitting out there, right? And like, I'm sitting with a bunch of like dudes that have been in the game, yeah. such as Rob, Charles, yeah, a couple other heads, and um. Bro, it's like one in the morning, and we're like, hey, anybody want a drink? So I think Rob goes and gets the Henny, and we're just staying warm in the cold. It's like two in the morning. Everybody's like, hey, bro, just go to the cars and yeah, <laughs> just like knock out, it's, bro. It's fine as long as yeah. you have that. Everybody's up at like seven in the morning. Exactly. Ready to get get their pair of shoes. Like, yeah. dude, the, the, the feeling of like acquiring the shoe that you're on the hunt for, it has to be one of the like top most satisfying feelings, right? Of course. Like, um, what would you say is probably like your biggest like – like, what was the, the most, like, anticipated shoe that you were able to camp out for and you were like, fuck, yeah, I got it? Man, that's a, that's a hard one. Yeah, right? I There's mean, so many. I've, I've, I've camp, I haven't camped out as much. I mean, just because, you know, we were at the shoe The palace. raffle and... Yeah. Okay, so... Outside the shoe palace, like, what hasn't there... Like, I'm sure there's been, like... Dude, how did you come across these Supremes? Okay, so... These are tight we'll, as fuck, we'll, actually. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Oh, give me one second, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take it. Dude, these are, these are tight. Yeah, it's like the detail. I feel like a lot of shoes. I mean, the really hyped up shoes. It's have detail like this, but like, dude, the craftsmanship that went into the shoe, like so, like sewed, freaking check out the 
the back tab, exactly. like the Gucci strap, the Gucci the strap, like or the Gucci, uh, yeah, it's the, Gucci strap, the, like Gucci patch. <laughs> yeah, the the snakeskin swoosh, like, dude, that this is just tight. That's like, yeah, that's a piece of art, right? So, there. when it comes to the Supreme blazers, right? Yeah. So I was always into Nike SB. I'm pretty sure I don't know if they even talk. I mean, you guys talk about DJ, but yeah. Uh, so for me, yeah, we didn't really talk too much about sneakers. sneakers. Yeah, I mean, shout out, shout out to uh, Damien. It's <laughs> a uh, little D. Yeah. So um, to answer your question, so when it yeah. came to the Supreme Blazers, right? Yeah. I always wanted the Supreme Blazers set. Okay. So I already had the black pair, the black pair of copped off goat, and I was just like, you know what, this is this is a piece of history, you know. And I think the first time I ever fell in love with the Red Supreme Blazer. It was 2014. I went to a dunk exchange with one of my boys. And uh, and this is like an event for sneakerheads to go to? Like sneaker con type? type uh, well, in a, in a sense, well, dunk exchange or DXC, that was like the first sneaker convention that I ever went to, right? And I went, the first one I went was 2009. And dunk exchange is just pretty much, it was more close knit compared to a sneaker con. It's because like they would have stuff. The local? Like, it was. It was more. It was local, but they were traveling. Like, oh, they okay, always had got it. SF, LA, Seattle. Sometimes they would go to like Chicago, everything like that. Actually, we got the chance to actually get to know the owner um, that did Dunk Exchange, and like a lot of my friends actually sponsored that event. So mm-hmm. uh, there, I brought a pair that my homie was trying to sell, and at that point, I was just like, "Yo, like these are these are sick." Yeah, these fire. Like I always knew about Supreme Blazers. I mean, I was more into Dunks when it came to SBs. Yeah, but I remember I was I was in a hunt for the red pair. Yeah, and I remember I copped off a red pair on eBay. I think I paid like six hundred, and you know it was a good pair. It was it was nice, but also six hundred. It was like six hundred. Yeah, it was like six hundred. Which is good, right? Uh, which is which is which, which is good back. Yeah, which is good now. Yeah, yeah. that's completely good right now. Yeah. So. I was, I was showing my boy, and he was like, yo, like, that's a clean pair, but at the same time, I was like, bro, look at the heel drag. Like, I could find you a better pair. I was like, you sure? I was like, yeah, I can. So it's crazy because in the SB group, so there's a there's a Nike SB group on Facebook, mm. and he added me to it, and he tagged me onto one of his homies that he knew in the group, right? And he was just like, bro, look at this pair. I was like, this pair is way better than your pair. Like, you're, I'm not going to lie, bro, your pair is whooped. I was like, damn, bro, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> He's like, why'd you pay 600 for that? And granted, I mean, that's that's the homie that that pretty much, you know, makes sure that I don't overspend, but sometimes I tend to overspend, so uh, shout out to my boy Brando. But he was just like, bro, just cop this pair. I mean, I paid 700 for him, and I don't regret it, just because at the end of the day, it's like I cried my second pair of the set. And I think when it comes to the Supreme Blazer set, it's a piece of sneaker history in a sense especially with Nike SB it's like one of those trifecta sets that you have to have like yeah. obviously when you think about the ones it's like the royals the shadows the breads right or when you think about the threes it's gonna be the true blues black cements white cements like, yeah it's cool to have a trifecta yeah you know what I'm saying like to me like the supreme blazer set to me as far as a collector is what a Yeezy 2 set would be or like a Yeezy 1 set would be you know just because like it's still sick and it's a shoe that you could still wear out like if you if you're able to go out and wear wear some type of sneaker mm-hmm. right yeah when you're wearing this it's kind of like oh i'm wearing i'm wearing somewhat of a, like a balenciaga you know but i would definitely say so that it, it um it almost looks like the exact same thing mm-hmm. i mean from from afar somebody that also didn't know sneakers they'd yeah. look at it and be like oh shit those are tight exactly so <laughs> until you see the swish and then you're like oh shit that's a nike exactly so that's that's the cool thing about it uh but i think going back to like your first question yeah i the most anticipated sneaker? The most anticipated sneaker that I probably have um, would have to be the... I'd probably have to say the 2009 Space Jams. Nice. I would have to say 2009 Space Jams because it's sentimental. Yeah. Uh, I think 
for me, it was it was very sentimental to me because, as I said, that was like the first time I almost camped out overnight. I remember I went to Valley Fair with my cousin and his uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're standing in line and, you know, Foot Locker was saying, oh, we already have a list, this and that, et cetera, et cetera. But what's crazy is because my cousin and his wife were on the phone mm-hmm. with East Bay. So apparently you were able to put orders over the phone, which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. And I remember, this is when I thought I was like a 10 and a half. I was like, I don't know why I'm, I thought I was a 10 and a half. Hey, man, I went through that shit yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, I'm truly a nine, nine and a half. Oh. And, um, oh, you were going higher. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I was going higher. I was right? going smaller. Yeah, like my pair now is a nine and a half. Like I was able to acquire a, a nine and a half. Yeah. In my, you know, get a pair in my size, right? But it was crazy because like, this, you know, like people like go in line and they ask you, oh, what size are you, bro? Yeah. What size are you? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that size. Yeah. You know, like, why? You know? Yeah. And I remember this dude asked, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're getting 10 and a half, bro? Like, oh, that size I'm going to get. I was like, okay. <laughs> and um, what's crazy oh, shit, is that him and his wife were on the phone for, I think, about an almost two hours, right? Yeah. And we got the pairs ordered. And that was like my Christmas birthday gift. Uh, that was my 17th birthday gift that they gave me. And I was I was so juiced because I got That's to, tight. That's I got, my nice birthday Exactly. I got I to gotta sleep. Like, I got to go home and sleep, and I was like, in my head, I was like, damn, this guy's going to wait out line for these space jams. Yeah. All that stuff. And I think for me, it's because I'll be 100% honest with you. I'm not a super big fan of 11s. Really? I'm not a super big fan of 11s. Even though 11s are considered to be, you know. One of the, like, hottest shoes. Exactly. One of the hottest uh, Jordans. I think ESPN or something, they ranked it as the best Jordan to date or best basketball shoe ever made. Which is, you know, it's it's debatable. Like, it's definitely up there. But I'm not really a big fan of, like, the Bread 11s. Like, the Bread 11s is such a classic, but that was... I was always a fan of Space... I was always a fan of the Space Jams mm-hmm. compared to the Breads. And, you know, Cool Grays were fire, and, you know, Conquer is still a classic. Fire. I cool Grays are so... I feel like they're kind of underrated. They they are. Yeah, they are they just because we re- re- retro. Yeah, because gray's gray's neutral and all that. But yeah, when you think that's of, what it is. When you think about it, like the eleven set, I never finished the eleven set. Mm. Like I never did. Yeah. And I don't regret it, but it wasn't I, a priority. It was a priority, as I said before. Like the Space Jams are still, you know, very sentimental, and that was like one of the most anticipated releases that I ever, you know, technically camped out for. Yeah. I mean, my first. I guess my first camp out ever, I think that you could really just put it out there just because of the type of shoe that was released, mm-hmm. was, it was the first camp out I ever did. It was 2006. It was in New York, actually. So me and my parents, we were on a trip to New York. We were visiting family. And at the same time, uh, what's crazy is one of my dad's friends from college that we were visiting, right? Granted, like my dad's, fit, my dad's like 50 at the time, mm-hmm. right? And his friend, my uncle, sneakerhead mm. it's crazy like dude the first time i met him he pulled up bro he was wearing a pair of hawaii dunk lows hawaii dunk lows yeah oh, i'd have to those? see him so it's like a it's it, it's sick it's like a patent leather yeah. and like it's green black and it's it's uh, you yeah, see it. it's yeah. a, so i was just I like, pulled up. i was like damn bro he like pulled up in some sbs right yeah and granted like he has he has uh i think three or four sons okay and they're all in the sneakers right yeah so i was telling him about like i want to get the north carolina fives and they're telling me like where we're gonna camp out like like where are you gonna go right yeah and they're just like oh the NBA store is doing first come first serve so I and went, this is all like in the city like this, this is, isn't like uh, Fifth, Fifth Avenue school. okay Fifth Avenue okay, so cool. the NBA store Fifth Avenue I've never been and to New York so like where is that like where like every where you'll really see hella people like with the fashion with the uh, drip not necessarily because it's not. I don't remember it being close to Soho. Okay. I never got a chance to explore mm, Soho. Okay. Soho is definitely one of the spots in New York where you really see the trip um, with everything. I mean, 
for all my New Yorkers, I'm sorry if I'm everything. <laughs> hey, man, we from San Jose. No, exactly. I'm just kidding. We're from San Jose. Cali. No, Cali, SF, baby. <laughs> but, uh, I know, right? That's like our, our New York. That's our New York, and then you go down to L.A. But, yeah. Hey, man, actually, I take that back. I don't want to disrespect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I remember, SF, SF. I, remember I, I went there, and I was just like, you know, I was the only kid with their parents, right? Yeah. So I was that little kid. I was like, yeah, like yeah. what? Uh, I was 12? 12? Yeah, I was like 12. Oh, right? yeah. The, is it the orange one? It's the, it's the orange toe, black, all with, over. With the uh, black patent leather going around? Exactly. The, yeah, those are tight. Yeah, so I had, I, luckily That's I got nice. to have a pair of those, but. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I was the only kid that was lined up, and I remember it was like the first time I ever experienced cutters. Uh, there was a couple dudes that cut, and this is when I was eight and a half. This is when I was mm. like getting towards my real size. Yeah. And like. Oh, man, that period where you're like still growing. Exactly. And like there was a couple people that were just like. Yo, like this kid's been waiting with us for hella long. Like, how are you gonna let people cut? Da da da. And they're yeah. complaining to employees. And we've had that at Shoe Palace, right? We we definitely had that. Yeah. But luckily, they had a size nine, and that was technically my true size at that time. And looking back at it, I was like, dude, like my first camp out for a sneaker was in New York. Like I could definitely share that. You know, so that's amazing. I guess for me, that's a big, I think, a big memory in me because that's technically what started it all. Because I was really in the fives. When I started collecting, like it was fives, and then getting the fours, just because like 06, 07 was was all about the fives. Yeah, man, it was those, all about the fives. So freaking tight. The shark teeth are yeah. so. It's so like fighter jet shark teeth. That's uh, yeah, it's, man. It's, a, it's a classic. It's a classic when you really think about it. And I guess that was cool when you really look at Jordans and you know stories behind them. Yeah, like a lot of people don't really look into it, but Michael Jordan is you know piece of pop culture and you know Jordans are fashion. Really is with everything that's going on with like last every rapper, every person that's like. In the in the culture is rocking J's. Of course, yeah. yeah like Tinker, but when did Tinker Hatfield start creating like um, the J? Like, was that? I think I, it was the Jordan, th- the Jordan three. It and then the, he went up to the eleven, right? And then I think it was. Was it the eleven or was it the fourteen? I'm not 100. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna put it out there. We're not gonna put. Like, we're not gonna put no false yeah, information. We're not out gonna there. put some false but information. He definitely uh, like a fact that he created the Jordan eleven. Yeah. Um, Oh, he created the five, and dude, yeah. man, the free the detail on that sneaker mm-hmm. is just so tight. Like from the fire jet uh, teeth to um, the tongue, the reflective tongue. Yeah. Like, dude, it just has so much. Like three so M tongue, with, with three three M tongue was sick, and I'm not gonna lie. Like the fives, I think, are one of the best fitting Jordans for me. I okay. don't necessarily say super comfortable, yeah. but as far as like you know, coming to my real size, like a nine and a half, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to Jay Zyko, I wear nine and a half in majority uh, majority of Jordans, mm, okay. and I think the. 2016 metallic fives like that actually fit pretty well yeah and granted like the shape of all the shoes have been changing yeah but i know the fives are definitely a big piece of my sneaker history just because i remember i remember my favorite fives ever would either have to be a cross between the olive fives versus the great fives oh yeah man great fives fresh fresh prince of l.a fresh prince of l.a yeah Yeah, i remember when i got the 06 pair i was so juiced and then, unfortunately, when the 2013 period, I didn't really care as much just because I wasn't feeling the new shape. Mm. I wasn't really feeling the icy sole on the bottom. I mean, for me, the 11s were, I mean, the Space Jams had more of, like, the light, lighter translucent yeah. sole rather than, like, a legit blue icy sole. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's just fives, fours, threes, ones. That's usually me. Yeah. You know, six and sevens I'll, I'll dip into, you know, maybe eights. But mm. I think for me, it's like, oh, I'll do all those. Yeah, I have a I have an attachment to the five because um, 
quick story. Like back in the day, uh, like I, I wasn't asking my mom for J's. Like mm-hmm. I, not even because of the price, but like I just wasn't into it. I was more into video games back in the day. Yeah. But uh, anyways, as far as sneakers, like I always did have a, a type of love for sneakers. And I'm not saying like um, SB's, Jordan's. Mm-hmm. Just like the look of a sneaker, like I yeah. felt like a sneaker was for real, like just the um, like that's what people are gonna look at, like in, on your fit, right? So like I was probably like nine, and I was seeing these types of sneakers, and I was like, damn, those are pretty cool. But and mind you, I'm looking at Lakai's and yeah. DCs and Osiris's. Oh hell yeah, no, I Supras, was in, I was in the skating shoes back in the day. Like, yeah, I always wore DCs, Etnies. Yeah, that's pretty much what I and I, Osiris's, bro. Like yeah. Osiris's were hot. Like I remember seeing them at Copeland Sports, mm-hmm. and I was just like, dude, that's what I was like. In my skater phase, but I wasn't really in my exactly. skater phase yeah. because I felt like I was being a poser. Just because yeah. it, it looks sick. Because like you look at skaters now, the way they they wear the shoes, yeah. it's just like it's like big shoe, bulky shoe. You see skaters you rocking off whites nowadays. Like oh yeah, they, for sure. They'd be rocking the, the dope shit. I mean, when you fucking them up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, when you really think about it, it's like you look at Jordan ones. Yeah. Right. Jordan ones were. I mean, you look at Steve Caballero. You look at Lance Mountain. Those were the first, you know, sneaker. Not sneaker. I would have to say the first skaters that really you know started skating Rocking in Jordans. Yeah. You know, especially Jordan One, because Jordan One's built. Yeah. For skating. Yeah. Like, when you really think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's a high top. Exactly. Good ankle support. Exactly. Yeah. So when you really think about it, it's just you know the skating culture. I've I haven't been immersed in it. Like obviously I followed it, but at the same time, it's like when you look about it, everyone says, especially with the Nike S- SBs, just like bro, like you don't skate. Like why do you wear SBs? But then it's the same thing. Like, people can say the same thing for Jordan. Yeah. Like, you know who? Like, you know? Yeah. But it's just crazy. I mean, everybody can say something. Exactly. Something. Everyone can say, say something. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you wear your shoes. You put them to use. Like, I came, yeah. I came to a point in my life where I, I have a good amount of shoes where, depending on where I go, I don't mind wearing them. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like, people will say their shoes up and, like, you know, for example, 11s. Like, oh, I'm wearing my 11s in my prom or yeah. wedding or when I go out to the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do you. Do you. That's what you want to do, do you. You know, but for me, it's like, I'll I'll wear my, I'll wear some Jordan 1s, like, my fragments to, I remember one time I wore them to uh I see you got those. those yeah, those, I was, was going to bring those, but at yeah. the day, I was like, I thought I would, I would bring the Supreme. Yeah, man. <laughs> Couldn't have picked you know? a better sneaker. And, those uh, are tight. I remember uh, it was me, and it was my, one of my best friend's birthdays. And it was downtown last year, and I don't know what it was, but I spilled. I'm not I spilled. I oh. I dropped the dirty dog on my oh. shoe, oh. and obviously like it's leather, right? So you, you think you'll just just wipe off. The only problem is you got to think about mustard. You know, mustard has like that acidic. Acidic, yeah. Acidic. So the next morning, I tried cleaning it off, bro, and it looked like I had a highlighter freaking mark Dude, on my on the toe box. So I had to like use rubbing alcohol, and it, it took a while to get it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I was just like, bro, but I mean, nothing was worse because like one of my one of my boys, he wore his uh, off white Chicago Woods out, and uh, I know he's gonna, I know he's gonna be mad if I say just it. Just hearing the white, say, like, yeah, damn, I was like, just like, that, dude, it was. I know we, that we, we that night was uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun, but it definitely um, hurt a little bit <laughs> with what happened in the shoes. <laughs> what but, happened? Uh, he did he yak on him? I think. He oh him. man, he and he him. and it was self inflicted. Yeah, but at the same, at the same <laughs> time, it's like you wear your shoes, bro. Like yeah. your, shoes, your shoes are it meant happens. to be worn. Yeah, like, it happens. That's what you gotta do. So I think for me, it's like I got to a point where it's like, yeah, they're just shoes, but at the same time, like I think I always think about when I when I meet somebody, right? And I guess you can say this, like when you when you meet someone or. Now to be sappy, like when you meet a girl, right? It's yeah. always shoot contact before I contact. <laughs> just kidding. But that's yeah. that's me though. Like yeah. that's me though. Like it's always a shoot sneaker love story. No, exactly. Because well, because remember, um, 
what was the what was the thing? Remember when we had to do the test drive, not the test drive, but the five steps of shoe power? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot what it was. Yeah. Um, but I remember one of like the greetings, the icebreakers that I would use is always shoe contact before eye contact. Like that's the way that we started, right? Yeah, man. That shit gave us mouthpieces for oh, sure. Oh hell yeah! She's so like, oh bro, you got those are sick. Like <laughs> I want, I want, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to my old manager Adam Lopez. I remember the first time I met him. He, I walked in a shoe palace value fair and I was wearing Royal Ones. It was like, bro, those Royals are sick, bro. He started talking to me. I oh, like, bro, I can hear him saying it. Exactly. And, you know, and, <laughs> Adam, and Adam taught me a lot. Adam taught me a lot. Yeah, like, uh, I really appreciate, you know, if it wasn't for him and like Juan, Drew, and all you guys, like, I wouldn't be able to build the mouthpiece that, that I did. Yeah. And I think shoe palace was definitely the job that I learned to talk to certain customers. So I know we're getting a little bit into a different yeah, realm yeah. of everything. But, no, no, that's good. Um, but that was the thing, yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, it's just like it's it's crazy. It's yeah. it's really crazy because you talk so much about about sneakers. You know, like, yeah. you talk about so much about sneakers, and um, it's 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 really definitely a big part of my life. Yeah, I would have to say, and it's really crazy how everything is now. Yeah, man, it's definitely changed. Like, um, I. Just bla like blazers. I remember there was a time where uh, Melpitas had this um, skate shop, and they had like, it was like an ice cream shop for SB Skateworks. Uh, yes, yeah. and literally had all these SB blazers in, dude, different colors, colors yeah. different colors. You literally yeah. walk up, and we're not talking about like you know the janky ones that like Mainland has. Yeah, um, you're thinking about like the sorry. like the sea, <laughs> the sea crystal ones. Like yeah, the new man, ones, dude, the, the sea crystal ones. I remember um, going. Uh, I think I was probably turning like 11. Um, well, before I get into that, like I was saying earlier, uh, I have a special relationship with the Jordan 5s because I used to always like go to Ross. My grandma would be like, I'm going to Ross. And I'd be like, oh, dude, yeah, they have like DCs there. And I would go, bro, they, they would have some like oh, decent DCs for me um, that I would think look dope, but they were like two sizes bigger. Yeah. So I was legit rocking like, I was like a size 10 and a half at the time rocking like size like 11 or 12 exactly. and then i would like triple socket and i would be going to like eighth grade thinking i was hella fresh bro, with that's, big ass shoes, that's, right? that's what it'd be bro yeah but then i got into um uh supras and uh then i then i came across the sb because i was messing with the sh skater shoes um and like i said i, I ended up finding uh pretty much exactly this but it was all suede mm -hmm. um and the nike swoosh was um black mm -hmm. and but it almost had like the same pattern like you know has has that cross like yeah that, of course like the quilted the, the quilted so yeah. um but uh then i remember seeing jordans right like the jordan 4 and the jordan 5 and i was like dude these shoes are so sick yeah but like let me go try to get them i went to shoe palace and i'd be like hey do you guys have this like you know how you go up yeah, with the course. phone and you're yeah. like hey you have this and they're like looking at you like a dumbass like Oh, this I kid mean, don't know shit. Yeah, we've. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've, I've had that look before yeah, many man. times. Yeah, many man. times. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but uh, it, I've gave that look. Yeah, that and look. then and then so it was like see, it was like I'm in high school at this point, and my friend tells me like, oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm selling some Jordan fives, mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, let me buy them. Like those, yeah. like those are the shoes that I'm looking for. Like I, they're never mm -hmm. in in the store, right? So, of course, like I was a 10 and a half at the time, still growing. Still growing. I'm, still a, growing. I'm like an 11 and a half now. Yeah, I think but, so. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, the fucking uh, Jordan 5 was a size um, 12. And, I, dude, I was straight triple socking that bitch. Like, they were some of the hardest shoes. Like, and you wouldn't even know, right? Because I was a little, like, I was like 5, 10, yeah. 11 at the time. So, like, I'm thinking I'm fresh as 
fuck yeah. with these shoes. Feeling like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. What, what color was it? Bro, it was the Metallic Fives. Mm. And I bought the Fire Red Fives off of Ooh. him. The original ones with yeah. like, dude, just straight drip, bro. You yeah. had some J's people were like, damn, those are fresh. You know what I mean? You you know, get the that, that's what I'm saying. Because like, yeah. that's what it was. Because I think for us, right, when we were still in high school, granted, like we were in high school probably the same time. I think I yeah. probably graduated like a year yeah. older, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, it's like, a lot of those shoes, it was still hard, like, when you rock them. Like, for example, like, I remember a teacher pulled me aside and was like, hey, I really like your shoes, and it was the White Cement 4s. At that, at that point, Jordans weren't, weren't even GR, like, super GR yet, you know? Like, they weren't making GR retro colorways. Mm -hmm. They were still... Iterations of, like, the the main shoe, right? Like, they're called Team Jordans. Yeah, so, yeah, Team Jordans. So, we already know, like, how Team Jordans work, and at the end of the day, it's like, when you had a pair of retros, and I think, I think for me, right, just because... For me, I went to a high school that was very diverse, and there wasn't a lot of people rocking sneakers just because, you know, it, it was just diverse. Not everyone was into sneakers. Like, I always found that I was very, uh, how do I say, different just because. Stood out. St I stood out. I stood out. I was unique. Unique. Unique's the word because everyone knew I was, I was in the shoes, right? But the thing is, like, later on when, you know, the, the people that I, I mess with now, mm -hmm. like, my circle and my friends now, it's like, it was. it's common. It's common, right? Yeah. But when you think about it, it's like if like how this culture is now versus then it's just like yeah it was different when you had a pair of retros and obviously i could see why like oh, i had the jordan fives bro like when you rocking jordan fives back when we were in high school yeah. it's like that that was still sick that was drip exactly exactly <laughs> you know for yeah. me it was just it was just wearing jordans yeah. it was just wearing jordans but not team jordans like everyone says team jordans i mean think about it it's like which we, i've had a pair of oh yeah i mean yeah. when you got to <laughs> like, remember when the yeah. i think for me it's like i think when we were working, the one shoe that we always sold was the Truth, uh, the truth Lights. Truth Lights. Yeah, truth Lights. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the seven lookalikes. Yeah. The Poor Man Seven, yeah. right? Oh, I no. was just like, I was, I was remember with the Truth Lights, bro. Like, uh, color code 001, oh, 010, bro. people like that. Hey, uh, hey, Isaac, can I get a shoe check? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Like, those were the days, those bro. Those were the days, man. Like, and the game has just changed so much, like, to the point where I feel like the shoes are being mass-produced. Like, it's really not hard. You see, dude... When did we ever see retro sitting on the shelves in exactly. like, um, in like malls? You know mm -hmm. what I mean. Like you, you, you're used to going and being like, and which I mean, you still deal with with the really hyped up shoe. Yeah. Like, dude, you, it's so hard to get a Jordan One these days. Of course, but um, like you know, you go in there and you're like, oh, uh, do you have the Jordan One? They give you that look, like, no, like we're no, sold we out. Yeah. But like these days, like Jordan Threes are on the wall, Jordan Fours, and I mean, what do you think it is? Like, what do you think is making like what what killed the the hype i mean when you think about it right i think there's a lot of factors that come into it obviously nike's a business nike's a you know a billion dollar corporation and at the end of the day it's money it's money right just because when you're mass producing so many retros and we can see that jordans have really died down as far as you know what's being pr produced what's being put out there and i just like it's so much there's still demand but so much supply and I think it definitely could be, you know, even it could come obviously with competition, you know, whether you think it's competition with Adidas or anything like that. Like at the end of the day, they're still putting it out there. And I feel that it's a business. That's why they don't care if they mass produce, like whatever is going to make them money is money. Because regardless if it's going to sell or not, like regardless, it's going to end up in the outlets gonna end up outlets it's still gonna sell yeah like regardless regardless of what it is even if they knock them down like 20 bucks exactly yeah, they're gonna be gone because when you think about it those shoes how much does it cost to make a shoe they're cheap right I'm, yeah they're cheap sure right like and it. obviously we're not gonna get into it yeah, yeah we won't get yeah that's, that's, a, just, whole that's story. a whole different story you know whole another a, a, a can of worms on. exactly so <laughs> yeah with that it's like they're not really taking a loss 
maybe I, I'm not 100 sure because one, I don't work. Yeah, I don't, don't work. Yeah. I don't work for Nike, yeah. right? And, and for us, we just sold the shoe. We just sold the shoe. But I think it's just because at the end of the day, Nike's Nike. Like it's gonna sell. Like regardless of what it is, like it's brand awareness. Like regardless of what Nike is and what it represents, like Nike is Nike. Like yeah. that swoosh is so synonymous with pop culture and so synonymous when it comes to fashion. Yeah. And I think it's it's really crazy to see retros be mass produced like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like now everybody's It's gonna be get, sold. Exactly. It's gonna be sold. Like eventually. Exactly. And when you're when you're targeting the demographic, it's like we're looking at up until late, like we're looking at economy that's just, you know, especially even in Silicon Valley, like kids can afford it. Like majority of kids can afford it, you know? But at the end of the day, it's just, you're getting that shoe out there and like, it's, it's like we said, it's, it's going to be sold. It's going to be sold. And I think yeah. that's probably the reason why the fact that Jordans are being mass produced. And that's the fact like, granted, like people are still going to cop those classic colorways just because they're sentimental and they're part of history. But at the end of the day, it's, I mean, for me, it, as bad as it sounds, I would have to say, like mm -hmm. when it comes to certain shoes, like you want to be unique, you want to be different. But I think with a lot of shoes these days, it's very, very common now. So you don't really stand out because at the end of the day, like you, you already know, like when we were in high school, when you came in with a certain pair of shoes, like you had drip, like before drip was a thing, like you had drip. Because at the end of the day, it's like you might be that one person in your class or in your school that has that shoe. But now it's like when you look at it, like majority of people are going to have the same shoe. Yeah. You know, and I think that doesn't I think that fault revolves around not only just, you know, sneakerheads in general, but with everyone that's just, you know, wants a nice pair of shoes. I mean, we look at it. It's the same thing. Like, for example, you could look back at it. I think when I started at Shoe Palace, the one shoe that was slowly getting mass produced and becoming like pretty much like the one shoe because i saw this in a, in a forum is remember the roshi runs right yeah roshi runs like roshi the original yeezy ex well yeah in, in a sense in a sense i mean roshi, come on dude Th that yeah, shit looks dead spot on it is spot on but the the, the 350s are more comfortable oh, more comfortable definitely more quality in, yeah. in the shoe itself the, but like dude you hold those two motherfucking shoes next oh yeah to each other, you're like it's the same thing exactly. the sole has the rigid you yeah know, it's like that, it doesn't like it's, look it's a it's a phylon sole and it's not you know, super comfortable, but it, it was still comfortable. Like it was, the Roshi. yeah, okay. the Roshi was comfortable enough where you could rock it every day. I mean, at the end of the day, like a lot You're of us wore Roshis during work, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And the crazy part is like when those came out in 2012, I believe those shoes were sick. Those shoes were sick. Like there were certain colorways that were rare. There were certain uh, colorways that you couldn't get. And eventually like at Shoe Palace, we started getting them when they were retro, right? Yeah. And then I saw somebody post recently in one of the online forums that I'm on, on Facebook, and he's like, yo, like, Roshis are, like, the anti-sneakerhead shoe. I'm just like, nah, dude. They just became really GR. Like, they just came really available. Yeah. Just because, and, that, and that's how it is. That's how it is. So I think with that, it's like, it's as I said, it comes to marketing. It comes not just, you know, major supply and also demand. It's just, it's a business at the end of the day. I mean, really what drives this whole, like, reselling business and, like, you know, flipping these sneakers and, a supreme apparel right mm -hmm. it's it's like the demand for something that people don't have mm -hmm. right like that's what really that's what people want people yeah. want what others don't have like exactly it's it's um it's a very i want to say cliche yeah i, I wouldn't want to say shallow way to look at it yeah but at the same time it's like yeah i just dumbed it down like it's, yeah. it's just really 
It's that's what it is. That's it's, that's what it is. People like, want the hype. Exactly. People want the hype. People want to. Not only do you want to look nice, but yeah, you said like you want to have something that a lot of people don't have. Just because like when you when you look at it, right? And I, the best way that I could put it is when you look at everything now, especially with how sneaker culture and even you know streetwear is now, right? It's a lot of people have the same shit. I it's crazy. Like what you think is heat, or what you think is fire, or what you think is a grail. Yeah. It's 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 common. Like you're taking away like certain, like the definition of something, right? I think the best way I saw it, and what I re- recently noticed is when we went into quarantine, right? Everyone was doing those challenges and all that. And for me, I, I don't want to do any of the challenges. Oh, you're talking about the sneaker, right? Yeah, like, and post I was, your top five. Yeah, and I, and I gave in just because like I, I had. You could explain it. Like yeah. what 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 challenge was it? So the challenge was the sneaker rotation top five so pretty much like what were the five top sneakers in your collection or your rotation during quarantine or pre-quarantine right and i was going to repost it because everyone knows um, i'm in the shoes right for the most part yeah and there was at least 20 people that tagged me at least 20 people right and i reposted them because i want to show love right but when i was looking at it there was a lot of the same shoes i was seeing like Union Ones, you know, any of the Travis Scott shoes, Sakai's, Off-White. And when I looked at it, it was just like, damn, a lot of people have the same stuff. And it's just like, I don't want to be posting the same stuff. Same stuff. To, to, to be honest, to be honest, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I post a lot of the new stuff and the older stuff, depending on what I have. And yeah. you, ca- you gravitate towards new because it's, it's sick, yeah. you know? But when I look at it, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to put the actual shoes that I wore um, the last five days or last week yeah. just because that's that's what I'll put. Like, I, I remember I put a pair of slides and a pair of Chelsea boots that I wore to work, and I was just like, okay, cool. But it's just nothing is super unique anymore. And it's crazy because, you know, you pull up to a sneaker event, right? You pull up to a sneaker event, and, like, for example, SneakerCon, right? SneakerCon, like, you're going to see a lot of people wearing the same thing, like Sean's, Union's, Off-White, Cactus Jack, you know, that's that's very common. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of people. I mean, now it's like you're seeing a little bit more of it just because of what's booming. Like, obviously, Nike SB is on the rise again. I mean, you, you, you'll always see Yeezys. You always will. But what's crazy is that I think the, the best way that I put it is, for example, like, the Fragment Ones. Like, the Fragment Ones are my favorite shoe in my collection, I would have to say. Um, not just because of the stamp and the price tag. Like, people are going to be like, bro, you really paid. For those that don't, don't know what, what the uniqueness uh, behind the, or like the, um, <clears throat> like, what makes that shoe so special? Can you explain to them, so, like, what it is? So, the Fragment Ones, right? So, in 2014, the Fragment Ones was the first official new cut of the Jordan 1 High. So, they brought a new cut of the Jordan 1 High. So, that was one, Right. And then the fragments were a limited release where I think in the U.S. it was only to Nike Lab locations. Mm -hmm. And also it was a fragment was, uh, man, I don't want to butcher his name, but uh, it was a collaboration with a Japanese uh, Japanese designer. Yeah. Shoot, it's so it's so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you think I should know this, and it's kind of <laughs> no, it's no, kind of no. bad. But hey, man, it's better yeah. that you, you you just want to be uh, exactly respectful. so. Here, let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, Fujiwara. Um, yeah, but so it has like... Uh, it has a Thunderbolt stamp. A Thunderbolt stamp. It has a Thunderbolt stamp. And obviously people are saying, damn, you're really paying that much for just a stamp. You yeah. know what I mean? And granted, like for me, I don't really care because this is this is the reason why. Like it's, it's really weird. Like, Hiroshi 
Hiroshi Fujiwara. Fujiwara. Yeah. Oh, man, see, I butchered it. See, man, <laughs> my I, apologies. Yeah, see, I, I, I couldn't pronounce it. So. Hey, my apologies um, to the sneaker, to the sneaker uh, community. No, that's all good. What's Because, okay, this is what's really crazy, right? Yeah. So the main reason why I wanted those is I got those a week after the 2017 Royals dropped, right? And don't get me wrong, like, the Royals are my favorite OG colorway Jordan ever um, next to the True Blue 3s um, just because there's so much story behind it. It has a lot of sentimental value and... I just, I just love that shoe. But it's like the same thing. Like, I wanted a shoe that not a lot of people had just because when the Royals came out, like, I remember I copped, like, five or six pairs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was like, yo, I need, I need these fragments, right? Because the fragments, it, it's crazy because, I'll be honest, my favorite color up to one point is red, but I feel like I look better in blue. Um, I, I like I, I gravitate more to blue. Those like, those neutral are actually is, would that be considered a neutral color? Not, no, uh, not, not not necessarily. Not necessarily. But like, like those main colorways are yeah. like what really make people want, like the red. Yeah. The, like this type of red. Exactly. The what what kind of that's like a what's the blue, royal blue? Royal blue. A so royal, royal blue. blue and then obviously hey man, there's levels to this colorway yeah, shit. There's on. levels <laughs> and obviously like we already know like reading all those boxes and yeah. all the skews and everything like that too. Yeah. But it was but it was weird because I wanted something different, right? And when I got the royal ones. The Royal Ones are also very sentimental to me just because I don't mean to sound very, like, I want to say cocky. I don't want to sound, like, very, um, the Ro like, I guess the best way to put it is the fragments are team shoe. What I mean by a team shoe is that my boys that I usually, like, when I think about it, like, four of my best friends all have fragments. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a point in time, and I, I you can quote this, we'll mark, we'll mark it down on May 8th, 2020, as that's the shoe that... I would technically want to get married in because like those dudes would be my, my groomsmen wow. know, and we all have fragments and obviously that, that would go viral if you really, yeah. if you really put it, yeah. but it's just, that's just like, man, that's just like the love of the, for the game, exactly. right? Like you're, you're a true sneakerhead. Exactly. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a flex. Yeah. It's a, like people are going to be a weird flex, but okay. Oh man. When you get to get those wedding pictures, people yeah. are going to be like, that's a sneakerhead for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's goals right there. Exactly. So it's just, <laughs> it's, it's crazy how like we all, have that shoe just because when you look about it the cost of the shoe now it's like you're looking at 3.5 to 4k and people damn. are just like damn you really have that shoe i'm just like i mean for the love yeah of the game. but I, I i mean i paid a pretty penny but you know I, I wanted that shoe like i wear that shoe like that's a shoe I'm, I'm never gonna get rid of i don't think yeah uh i wear them as at least you know once a month i would have to say i mean now it's been harder just because we've been quarantined yeah. for over almost two months now so what's your rotation right now uh, for quarantine? so i've been wearing these white sakai's uh the waffles a lot i've been wearing oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, I've yeah. Seen those. so these ones are i'm not gonna lie like the sakai's definitely came up and i'm a sucker for coke white just because like coke white trainers was a shoe for me um, what else was there? So, I can't keep white clean. Yeah, well, like yeah, white, these white sneakers are hard. Yeah, these ones are hard. I mean, the flynets you could you could wash them. So that mm. was one thing. And I, I don't know if you remember this. Like at Shoe Palace, I was always about the flynets. Yeah, like, trainers. Oh races, yeah, yeah, I like, remember. That was, that was that was my thing. Damn, that's right. That was another whole like yeah. era, right? That was a whole other. Era. So basically, what was crazy is I was collecting flynets like it was candy, yeah. just because all the colorways were sick, and it was it was it was dope. I pretty much had almost every original release from 2012. Yeah. Um, at one point, and it, it was crazy because that's a shoe that I wear to work. That was yeah. a shoe that I, you know, wear to the gym. It was a, it was a great beater shoe. Yeah. But uh, so the Sky is definitely in my rotation. I would have to say the Skylon Fear of God, the black colorway. Mm. That's another shoe in my rotation. It's one of my beaters. And then the React Eighty Sevens. Uh, those are oh, another comfy. Yeah, those Dude, are comfy. Com comfort. I'm I'm really just into the comfort oh, stuff yeah, these definitely, days. Definitely. Like uh, the Nike. 
Air Max 270s, I think. That's the, the one with the, the air bubble going all around, right? It has like the patent or like well, the it has, rubber piece on it. It has a, well, with the 270s, from what I know, it has. I think that, wait, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, not yeah. the 270s. I'm talking about the one where it's like an Air Max. Um, it's like a, well, what Air Max? Dude, it, I remember like I the used rubber pieces. I used to be so good at that. I used to be yeah. so good with Air Maxes. As far as like the exact units that go, oh like Vapor Max, I'm into, Max. I'm into oh, yeah, Vapor Maxes Max, yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah Vapor Maxes are Vapor Maxes are a good shoe. They're Pumas, a good shoe. Pumas are really uh, like they really. I, I'm just into comfort. So yeah. the um, damn it's, uh, XR1 racer, no XR1. I'm not even too sure. I don't even. Uh, I don't remember. even want to throw I, a random name out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, like comfort is just really my biggest thing nowadays. Exactly. Uh, Jays, I mean. I think, like you say, like it's th- there's those shoes that like really stand out, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of I could it's kind of dying down. Exactly, Adidas, um, Yeezys are really what everybody's yeah. on these days. But um, I wanted to ask you, uh, I wanted to see if we could uh, t- uh, jump into the undead stock um, mm-hmm. events. So, yeah. so are you one of the uh, organizers, or so, how did that come about? So pretty much, uh, I could give a little story behind it. So. And what it is, if you could just explain exactly. what it is. Exactly. So, Undead Stock events or UnDS events is a, we're technically a nonprofit where we host these events. Now, what these, what we'd like to do with these events is pretty much we are throwing not only a buy, sell, and trade type atmosphere, we are also providing a platform for a lot of, you know, local brands and entrepreneurs to the, the opportunity to showcase and expand to a wider audience. In addition to that, what we do that's different compared to like SneakerCon or other events that are out there is we do auctions. We do auctions that are sponsored by both Soul Supremacy and Redwood SF, where they will just do a bidding process like you normally would with auction. Um, so that's definitely something that we've done different. We've done shoe drives in the past. Our second event, we did a shoe drive uh, with Souls for Souls, and we donated over 300 pairs of shoes, and we gave out T-shirts in exchange as an initiative. Wow, that's amazing. Exactly. So with UnDS, it is basically a very close-knit community event, just because with a lot of us that are on the team. So there's a team of nine of us, and we all grew up in pretty much the same era of sneakers. I mean, some have been longer than others, and pretty much like we want to give back to the community that gave us so much. Um, that's the best thing that my boy Quinlan said. He's our CEO, Quinlan Lamb. Shout outs to him. Uh, he's the one that started this all. And to kind of give it a background is um, so my boy Quinlan uh, and my boy Axel, you know, they were discussing about, you know, being able to like throw an event. Right. And, you know, these are two of my closest friends in the sneaker game, um, along with uh, other members like Brando Lopez and, and Ray Lopez and their homies. And uh, pretty much, like, they were discussing, oh, dude, like, it would be sick if we, like, threw an event, right? And uh, Quinlan had an old friend from middle school uh, named Enoch. Um, Enoch and I actually work pretty close with UnDS Preparation, and Enoch has always been in sneakers, and he started getting back into sneakers, and he was kind of, like, really got Quinlan going about starting an event so it started basically with them two and they did the first on ds in addition to that we also worked with our friend michael so quinlan is a he's the uh the best way other than ceo he is the event coordinator so he's the head honcho he's the chairman when you really think about it that's the guy that we have to go through before we do anything right enoch and i we really work with pr and advertising Michael is operations and IT. He does the web design for our entire our entire um, website, right? 
Ray and Axel and my man Eric, they are not only in charge with giveaways, but also they are also part of auctions too. And Quinlan does auctions. So Ray does auctions with uh, Redwood SF because he, he works closely with Redwood SF. Got and it. Quinlan, he works really closely with Soul Supremacy. He's really good with the guys at Soul Supremacy. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Mike. And uh, we have Brando. Brando helps with PR too as well. Um, just pretty much making sure that everything goes with operations. And then um, we have our man Milton. Uh, Milton is our pretty much he I would have to say if you put it in a very professional term he is our CFO he is our chief financial officer just because he really serves as a secretary he also at the same time is the one that's taking the notes um, during meetings making sure that we know what the plan is going to be especially going in events and then also same thing with Eric Eric also works closely with him uh, so we pretty much all work, we all have separate roles yeah but at the end of the day, it's like we know what our sole purpose is, right? Um, just because, you know, we are, you know, a bunch of new friends, old friends connecting that together and, you know, just being able to a higher purpose. Just because when you think about it, when it comes to the event, right, we all have lives. We all have lives. Like two of our members are have actual families, like legit, like their parents. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone else that, you know, they have their own professionals, like they have yeah. their own, you know, regular full time jobs. I mean, me, I'm working part time I'm school full time. And, you know, with this, it's just something to, you know, be able to be take a part of. And yeah. I never thought I'd ever be a part of it. Yeah. Right. So it's just and it benefits you because, I mean, dude, you're all about it. Right. You're, yeah. You're, all, you're into the sneakers. Yeah. It's like perfect. Perfect. Exactly. Opportunity. So it's definitely it's it's been it's been really cool to really get into it. I mean, out of the three events that Undies has had. I've been on the team for two of them, so the last two. And it's just really crazy how it's been. And I'm not going to lie, like Undies 3, our most recent event that we threw in February, we threw it uh, present day weekend, was a success. Uh, it was the first dub of 2020. Amazing. Um, I would have to say. What was the turnout? Do you uh, know? So, okay. So our venue was supposed to be a capacity of 500 people. And we definitely had more than that. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely yeah, that's had amazing. More than that. I know I don't know the exact numbers, but if you ask me personally, how many people I think were there, you know, we probably were closing it at eight hundred. Wow. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure, man. It's a just, shitload of sneakerheads. Exactly. So <laughs> it was weird because just like how we would do campouts, right? Yeah. At, and at, I'm at sorry, well, real quick, this yeah. is uh, all like Bay Area. I mean, this is in the Bay. So right now, take place in San Jose. Uh, so we didn't do San Jose. So okay. right now, we have thrown all our last, all our three events in the East Bay. So we did the okay. first two in San Leandro, and then we did this third one at Union City. Amazing. So with that, it's just we found that as a, a midway point for people that are coming from all directions of the exactly. Bay Area. And I think what was really cool is that we had people travel. Like we had. Uh, we had a vendor, Sailboat Sneakers, um, that's the homie right there. Uh, he actually drove from San Diego wow. to vend for us. And I thought that was really cool just because at that point, like you're having people outside of the Bay reach out to you and be like, hey, man, I want to vend at your event. Yeah. Like, I want to see what you're about. You know? And we had people travel from the East Bay. We had people travel out from the Valley, South Bay, et cetera, et cetera, just to be able to come out and show love and be able to display and showcase their brand and showcase what they're putting out with their content you know so it, it was really sorry no no that's okay it's that vietnamese coffee man dehydrated apologize for yeah. that no that's all good so yeah no man it's uh it's definitely crazy yeah it's definitely crazy with uh how we're able to put ourselves out there and be able to do an event yeah just because it's it takes a lot 
it takes a lot to do it. Yeah, I would have to definitely say. need a team, right? Like, exactly. You need it a wouldn't team. be possible without everybody that's that has their position that, that exactly. plays their position. Exactly. So, I'm really appreciative for the because at the end of the day, it's like a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they're busy, you know, and at the same time, it's I'm able to do something with my friends, and I never thought I would be able to be, be able to live my passion and be able to share my passion the way that we've done it. And you know, the guys, you know, a couple of the guys that are part of the team, like I became really close with them through sneakers. Like, shout out to Bayer Sneakerheads Bash. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask you about mm-hmm. that too. Um, how did Bash? Who who created Bash? Because so, I feel like you invited me to that uh, uh-huh. group on Facebook a couple yeah. years back. So, um, and Bash was started from my friend Kyle Monte Harper. Okay. I believe it started 2011, 2012, right? Mm-hmm. So originally, Bayer Sneakerheads or Bash was the first sneaker like forum. Facebook group. Like, okay, yeah. got so it. So first sneaker forum Facebook group. I mean, Facebook. for me, I you know that you are you know an older sneakerhead if you were ever on Soul Collector, ISS, Nike Talk. I was on ISS. I was never on Nike Talk. Damien mentioned uh, um, uh, uh, 23 is back the other day. <laughs> yeah, 23 is back for releases and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, now yeah. you can find it everywhere. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, pretty much, yeah, it's like, so Kyle started that. I wasn't actually in Bash until probably 2014, 2015 because mm. I'm not going to lie, like I kind of went stagnant with shoes for mm. a little bit, especially going from college to high school. But, you know, that was, Bash is still technically the biggest sneakerhead group in the bay area the bay. but as far as like shout out the, the bay the, shout out to the bay the amount of it just really comes down to the amount of members that they're in like obviously there are other groups like there are sneakerheads um sack soul society band la is a big one uh flip sneaker that's there's a whole bunch of sneaker groups like sneaker groups are very very common now just because you don't have those old forums that you had where you really connect right mm-hmm. and you know i met a lot of my friends through bash like uh you know i met for example, my, my boy Brando, he's my bash bro, I like to call him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's my bash bro, and I met him through there. Uh, I met, you know, my boy Axel through there. Like, I've built a certain rapport with a certain guy, mm-hmm. a certain amount of guys in that actual group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it did teach me a lot. Like, it did teach me a lot as far as, you know, it was a catalyst for me to transition from, like, an administration role because I was an admin for bash for a little bit. And yeah, see, that's what yeah. I remember getting that request exactly. from you, and I, yeah. I think it had said like admin, yeah, or like you, you had some type of title. Yeah, I had a title. Like I, I was one of those guys that you know was bestowed the uh, admin role at one yeah, point, like, but at the end of the day, it just got to a point where it wasn't really my best interest because, you know, I'm doing all these things. Like, yeah, I want to keep the group clean. I'm trying to enforce rules, but what am I getting out of it? Yeah, it was like, like scammers and stuff that were yeah, at one point, like exa- people posting fake shoes. Exactly. And, yeah, and, that's right. I remember and, there was a big old deal. And it's to a point where I just felt that. like I wasn't, I wasn't having fun anymore. Yeah. And also at the same time, it's like, I'm not getting paid. Like, yeah, I love sneakers and I want to do sneakers, but I shouldn't be stressing over about stuff. it, yeah, especially yeah. if like it's not a job, you know. I got it. So I just felt like that was we already have enough going on, thing. right? <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of things that were going on, but I'm not gonna lie. Like over there, like I usually sell a lot of my shoes in Bash. Like yeah. I don't really try to sell at other groups just because I don't want to deal with shipping. I'm usually, you know, I meet you up local, uh, right? Exactly. Like usually meet it's up easier, local. man. Exactly, yeah. and usually a lot of the times that I sell, I sell to people that I already know and already dealt with. I just yeah. don't want to deal with all the hassles because you always see in like other groups like scamming. Did you remember fraud. that big like that time period where people were like sell, like just throwing fake J? I mean, I'm sure it still happens mm-hmm. now, but like I just remember it was really common yeah. uh, back like 20, like 13 or like 2016. I, I think 2016. 2016, right, I remember like, seeing a lot of scamming out in like, there. Like this isn't a real, this isn't a, is a B grade. Or, yeah. like, there's like all Ex- kinds of shit, right? Exactly, because <laughs> at that point, like, 
I mean, for me personally, like I've dealt with a few pair of sne- uh, fake sneakers before. Yeah. Like I feel like every sneaker head has gone through that. Yeah. Uh, regardless, like it's just inevitable. Because right? you like really want the shoe, right? You're mm-hmm. like, you're like just so ready to go get it. And then you end up buying the actual product. And yeah. Like, it's just some bullshit. Of <laughs> course. So it's just, it's. it's well, what's the, have you ever gotten a fake shoe? I have. I have. How actually. was that? What shoe was it? Whew, it was uh, my second pair of Royal Ones. Oh, I was pissed, that's a bro. Fucking, that's a horrible it, shoe to get a fake It was a horrible <laughs> shoe. I, I was telling this story. I was telling this story literally just yesterday oh, to wow. one of my boys. And it was crazy because I had a pair of Owen Royals. Right? Okay. So Owen Royals were my first pair of Royals. Yeah. And I really wanted a 2013 pair, right? And I had a friend at the time that supposedly got his pair at Foot Action because he was working at Foot Action, yeah. right? So I paid him, I think, 350 for it. And mm-hmm. I think this was back in 2014, okay. right? So I, I copped him. I trusted him, right? Yeah. So I didn't really think about, to think about it too much. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to wear these, right? And then I remember one time, like, I went out to my boy's house in SF and I passed out. Because, you know, we drank the night before. Yeah. And, and, and for me, like, I'm not a big drinker. Saying, like, so, yeah. And I uh, passed out. Yeah, so everyone knows I'm, I'm a lightweight. Okay? I don't really drink. But yeah. I woke up the next morning. I was like, okay, I'm going to get my shoes from his room. I go to his room, and I'm just like, okay, so his Royals are next to my Royals. And his Royals, he got a full locker. And I was like, wait, why is it, like, it's kind of a different color, oh. different cut? Yeah. Because the thing is, like, when the 2013, 2014 set of Jordan 1s came out, those were a cut that looked very similar to, to mids. Yeah. But when it came to the fake royal ones at the time, because fakes have gotten so well, like before I used to tell like fake ones, like no problem. Off the bat, right? Now it's harder. Now it's harder. And I guess that's a whole other thing we can get into. But pretty much I was like, wait, like why is the shape different? And I was just like, you know what? I bought the shoe almost a year ago. And I'm just like, all right, fuck it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take the l yeah i'm just gonna take the l right and that was the last pair of fake shoes that i had and eventually i ended up getting you know a couple pairs of 2013s and then the 17s came out but yeah i, I dealt with fakes before yeah like, i i felt like everyone's dealt with fakes before it's it's inevitable whether you buy them whether yeah, you come if you're buying them, them online right like mm-hmm. if for sure if you're uh buying shoes off of like these sneaker groups or like you know at a, a third party mm-hmm. um you got to be aware of like you know the possibility exactly of possibly dealing with some fake exactly you got to take the precautions yeah. because now when you think about it especially with everything that's going on it's so easy to yeah. you know deceive somebody what are some right. ways for like um for i mean i'm sure there's going to be some some youngins that are mm-hmm. going to be watching this video what are some ways that they could like get a real legit check so when it comes for me, so I'll, I'll tell everybody what I usually do, right? If it's not coming straight from the source, so whether it's not coming from Nike or it's not coming from a store that you bought it at, right? The main thing that I do, depending on what the shoe is, right? I always, you know, I'll, I'll, give benefit of, I'll give benefit of the doubt first to the seller, right? But usually when it comes to like the newer releases, I would always ask for the receipt. So pretty much for me, like when it comes to like a lot of the recent releases, like the Travis Scott's, like all my Travis Scott's, I have the receipt. Yeah. And I've only hit retail on two pairs of Travis Scotts. Um, one was the uh, was the Dunks recently, and uh, my ex got me the fours. Mm-hmm. So I have the receipts for them, right? But what I usually do is, regardless, I always take it to Soul Supremacy. I always take it to Soul Supremacy to get a little check. Shout, shout out Soul Supremacy, yeah, bro. So I out, sold hella shoes yeah, to Soul Supremacy. So shout out to my boy Jeremy, <laughs> yeah. uh, Scotty, uh, Christian, hey, you, Derek, I, I all of them. I don't know if you know who a uh, Fuzzy Tube is. 
I've heard of Fousey He's too, like a YouTuber, but I don't really follow Fousey too. Yeah, no, it's I, like I seen him on YouTube a couple times, but one time I was actually going to Soul Supremacy to sell shoes, and he was outside on the phone, like talking. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's the guy from YouTube. Yeah, so <laughs> I, crazy. you know, I usually go to them when it comes to legit checks. Yeah, um, those are those are the guys that I really trust with everything. I mean, they check. Yeah, they, man, those they, guys are dope. Yeah, they let you check my frags, they check my Travis's. Like that's usually so when it comes to tips on shoes, right? So if you are buying a shoe. Let's say you're buying it from a Facebook seller. Let's say you're buying it from a forum, right? Mm. And to ensure safety and to ensure that your product is legit, the best thing you could do is meet up at a consignment store. Meet up at a consignment store and have them legit check. If they're really about it, too. Like, exactly. Yeah, they'll definitely be like, exactly. yeah, it's somewhere close to me. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, there's been so many accounts where people do legit checks, and it's really you know, discouraging when you see people vouch for somebody, right? Yeah. And they end up being fake. Yeah. Because you got to really be careful with that, right? I know there is a handful of people that I know that are legit whenever I got to get tagged on like a legit check, like, oh, legit check on me for so-and-so, right? And I'll know if they're legit because I've seen them do good business or I've done business with them personally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when it comes to all, with all these shoes, right? When it comes to dealing, just, Make sure you take it to a consignment store if you're not sure. If you have the ability to meet up at a consignment store before you actually purchase it, yeah. you're saving yourself the hassle. If you're ordering a shoe from, or not ordering a shoe, if you are dealing with a online seller that is selling you the shoe, make sure you do invoice. Like, I can never stress that enough. Make, make and this sure is for, like, PayPal and, like, all PayPal those. PayPal and, like, also at the same time, like, yeah. there's cases where people, like, 10, like, sellers would say, oh, you switched out the shoe, like, yeah. this and that. Like, you know, at the same time, like, you got to document that because you're not really safe. That's why for me, it's like I really shy away from doing, like, online transactions unless I know the person is actually legit. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, it's like, you can even see legit people pull some stuff. Yeah, man. Um, but it happens. It, it, it happens. My cousin's a dumbass, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. One time he wanted these Fire Red 5s so bad, he, like, ordered it off of some random site. Yeah. And, dude, he's like, hey, cousin... I think these are fake. And he was like, can you take a look at them? This is when I was working yeah. at the store at the time. Um, and and he shows me them and dude, they look like origami, like just box cut. Exactly. Jordan Files, I was like, dude, what? The, yeah. How can you buy those, bro? Like, but it's, I mean, he didn't know. Yeah. We, we all go through it. And then mm -hmm. after that, you're like, never again. Exactly. It, it's it's just common. Like, I just say, like, take the precautions. Yeah. Like, do as much research as you can. Um, ask opinions. Like at the end of the day, like if you're not 100 percent sure, ask the homies. Ask, ask the homies. Just because you're gonna have a homie that's at least gonna be, yo, like those are good or those are fake. Yeah. Like there's gonna just be certain things that you ask for. Make sure that you ask for tags, detailed pictures, tag pictures especially. That's another thing. Oh yeah, um, dude. So Somebody you, tried selling me a PS4. I was so, I was so close to getting a PS4. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean I don't know how close it was because mm -hmm. they they're probably a scam. But it was a Craigslist ad for. 200 bucks, yeah. the Red Dead Redemption uh, bundle, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, um, dude, this, I was like, hey, uh, I can pick that up right now. Because yeah. she was out in like um, uh, Los Gatos. And uh, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm really just trying to ship, whatever, whatever. I was like, hey, I'll throw an extra 50 bucks on it. Like, I, I'm like, for real, trying to get yeah. this for this quarantine, right? And then she was like, oh, you know what? All right, fine, whatever. I was like, uh, she's like, can you send, uh, we had agreed, like, I'll send the cash mm -hmm. first. Not really gonna send the fucking cash yeah. first without some type of fucking guarantee, exactly, right? Exactly. Right, so right. Um, I was like, "Can you just send me a picture of like with a tag next to the PS4 or like mm -hmm. a fucking thumbs up, right? right? Something like spontaneous." So like, she'll be like, oh, "Okay." Exactly. She was like, "Oh, that's kind of going out of my way." I was like, "Fuck you, you yeah. fucking!" Oh, I was yeah. pissed. It's I was like, like "Dude, that's a scam." But 
Yeah, you just got to be super cautious. You got to be super cautious. Yeah. That's the one thing that I would have be to say. Sure. Be super cautious. Take the steps. Like, due diligence with your time. That's the one thing that I always yeah. suggest with people. Because at the end of the day, like, you don't want to be scammed out of X amount of dollars. Just yeah. because when you think about it, especially with the cost of shoes these days, like, 200 even $400, $500 is, like, sometimes nothing. And that's, that's really sad to say just because at this point, like, you know, like, obviously, like, the world that we live in and everything like that is just... You know, it's just crazy yeah. how we're able to blow money just like that, dude. And, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I'm guilty of you that. You know, you know Thomas, right? I, yeah, yeah. I, I interviewed him the other day, um, and he said straight up, he's like, "Dude, I was making 400 bucks um, back when I was like." Uh, he, he was mentioning how he used to work at the flea market, mm -hmm. and he would make 400 bucks a day. So I mean, he was probably working weekends, right? Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Dude, now nowadays for 400 bucks ain't shit. It really isn't. It's, it's like it really isn't fucking gone like that. You could literally just just." do it like that you know what yeah. i'm saying like for me for school like this 1200 bucks that they sent everybody ain't shit like yeah, it, it really it really isn't hardly like that, paying bills out they'll, they'll take care of they'll take care of uh one installment of tuition for me I'm dude holy shit you know what i'm saying so right that's that's how that's how it is you hey know? would you be how happy if they just forgave everybody's uh oh hell schools, yeah dude? i mean i would dude what's really stopping them from doing this type of shit i mean, I mean bro where does this money it's, come it's from a Fucking whole, a printer? it's a whole different ball game whole another ball it's game it's a right? whole different ball game i know they'll come after me exactly. no i'm just kidding no <laughs> Shoot, bro. I mean, I hope not. I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to graduate school, finish, and <laughs> like, try to like, move Isaac, on to the next movie. Isaac, don't even mean? mention that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what. Uh, hey, but if what you're it. listening to this, anybody in the higher power, forgive all the school loans, you piece of shit. No, I'm just. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, shoot, shoot. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I hope so. I Man, hope so. Hey, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I see a lot of um. I seen. I actually seen something. I mean. Dude, with social media and like online um, news, like it's kind of hard to even tell what the fuck it, is it really a reliable is. source of information. Exactly. I, I was seeing some type of shit about um, them forgiving some type of uh, student loan, but I mean, like at the end of the day, like you don't really know, man. Yeah, this, you really you really don't know until got, you actually see it. We got fucking coronavirus, killer hornets, uh, fucking what? What else is going on in the world? There's some fucked up shit going it's on. A, in the it's world. a lot of things it's going on at work, and at the end of the day, it's like you got to keep yourself positive, keep your mind yeah, straight, yeah. Um, keep yourself busy. You keep know, busy. worry about yourself first. Um, that's one thing that I really have come to you know just remind myself just because you know corona and you know these times are tough uh it's it's been rough especially yeah. for a lot of us yeah. uh, me included so at the end of the day it's like you just gotta keep a positive outlook yeah. i would have to say so do the things that obviously make you happy and you know try to kill your time by doing things that are productive yeah and, you know if you need if you, if you want to you know you know for me, it's like I've taken this time to really catch up with like a lot of friends just because like a lot of us are just sitting at home like, you know, playing video games, yeah. uh, you know, spending time with your loved ones. Let's be honest, the social that. distancing, it really too social distancing. Like we're not being too it, social distancing. It, it, really, it really isn't. And yeah. it's, it's definitely like within a certain degree, you know, I could see why a lot of people are just, you know, not – I don't want to say disregarding it just because I mean, look what we're it's doing. not disregarding. I you mean, know. I mean, at the same time, we're being safe. Like, yeah. I'm washing my hands. You, washing you, hands, you brought sanitizer, this hand sanitizer. sanitizer. I, I spray myself when I go when I go in the house. Like, I'll take a shower. Uh, yeah, I'll be making sure that I take my vitamins, all yeah. that type of stuff. Right, and that's just taking extra like extra precaution. Precaution, right? and, yeah, and which is great. Um, but like, like I said, man, like there's still people in the stores. There's a lot of people not doing this. Yeah. I mean, is it is it possibly hurting us in the long run maybe it could it, yeah. it, it could it definitely could this mm -hmm. is it's like not a joke yeah but um at the same time it's like 
No, it's it's. Uh, I was watching the Joe Rogan and Elon Musk interview yesterday. Oh, fucking amazing! I, I can't even say anything yeah. on that because you already know. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't say. Anything yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna mention one thing. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk did mention that um, you know the 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 data that's being taken on um those that are actually dying from the um uh, from the, the virus, virus yeah. and then also um people that have the uh because he was saying that you know if if somebody was to have cov um covid19 yeah. and uh and you know they weren't showing any symptoms but then they got hit by a bus and then mm -hmm. when they do the autopsy and like you find out like mm -hmm. that they did have it yeah they're gonna mark it as a as a COVID, I keep saying the fucking uh, oh, the, the COVID yeah. nineteen death. Yeah. So he was just saying that the research should definitely show, um, you know, who's really, really dying, dying from the sickness, mm -hmm. um, in the uh, who's dying from the symptoms, um, mm -hmm. and, and that good stuff, and then also the people that you know are dying from like uh, like. A f like a fever yeah. or not a fever I'm sorry that's bad that's bad because that's one of the symptoms yeah. but like that are dying from like a car crash or yeah, something like that I think it's for me I think from it it's really uh, or a heart attack it's hard you know to, I mean? yeah it's really hard to pinpoint that just because one we're not experts exactly we, and the way that the media percepts it, it exactly could, it could be very you know not I don't want to say misconstrued because yeah. I mean we already know the media is just really yeah. uh all it, over like, the place. Yeah, but like I was saying earlier, like it's really hard to really yeah. trust a media exactly. outlet. It's, it's, to it, some point, I'm no expert, right? Yeah. I do I do feel like um I do feel like it's just really hard to trust certain information. Mm -hmm. Dude, you have a bunch of motherfuckers that were drinking bleach from yeah. Donald Trump, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like it's, it's just, just people people just, people be, you know, taking the the extra precautions like yeah. you got to like it's it's just that's why I don't get into a lot of these things. Like at the yeah. end of the day, like I'm gonna do what I what I can what I can do. Like yeah. I'm gonna just make sure that I take care of myself. Make do, sure do, that do I'm your very, due diligence. Kind of try to find out as much as you can, so exactly. that way you can do take the right steps. You know, exactly. In order to stay and, safe, you know, for me, it's like like the best thing. You know, like do. it's it's uh, nurses week. You know, shout out to all the nurses. Shout out, out all there. the nurses, man. Hey, the real heroes. Exactly. Shout out and all and the nurses. Uh, you know, I shout out to my mom. My mom is RN. You know, she is a essential worker, yeah. front line, and. You know, it's it's, it's it's crazy, you know, like just because I have friends that are nurses, I have family members that are nurses and, you know, you got to really thank them for what they do because they're putting their lives, lives out there, yeah. you know, and it's just, I guess at the end of the day, like we all know, like we want this to be over. Yeah. It's going to be a hard to get back into the swing of things and, you yeah. know, from what we, what we discussed earlier, uh, you know, for me, like, yeah, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm extrovert by heart, so my ass can't stay in the house for hella long. <laughs> yeah, you know? I felt that. I need to be able to get out and just be able to socialize, but at the same time, it's like I also got to take care of myself, you know? And, you know, it's, all, it's good to have, like you said, like it's good to have that time to reflect. It's good that time to, you know, just pretty much like work on what you need to do and just remind yourself, like, what I can do to be safe, what I can do to be better and all that type of stuff. So yeah. that's, that's pretty, that's pretty much what it, what it is when it comes to what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's a trip, man. There's so much stuff going on. And obviously this is going to have an effect on these type of events that you guys are throwing. Exactly. Um, Cause 800 people in a building just isn't realistic right now. Yeah. Right now it isn't like yeah. we did, we were discussing about having one more number four, uh, number four. We were discussing of having four sometime between, you know, early fall to, you know, maybe, maybe even winter, but now it's like, hopefully we can go on DS4 beginning of next year. Uh, would we want a target for 
the same time that we done, which is because we, we found that President's Day weekend is a hot weekend. Yeah. You know, that's definitely a hot weekend just because a lot of people are home for, from school. You know, it's, a, it's usually maybe a three, four day weekend. And it's it's definitely a good time to throw it. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of planning with with that next event just yeah. because like, you know, whether we want to throw at the same place, like what are we going to do different? Like what can we do to keep people coming, keep vendors and brands interested just because I want to also give the opportunity for brands that didn't get a chance to vent last event. Like we have a list of, you know, all these prospects that we want to come out next event, you know, but I think it's something that we eventually are discussing as a team figure out what our next move is going to be just because we don't know what it's going to be like by that time. You know, especially when you think about an event, like you want to plan it, you know, six months ahead at least. Yeah, I'm going to this a little yeah, of course, yeah. And I fucked up. You should have been closer. Oh, no, no, no. no. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, go ahead. That's cool. Sorry, uh, See, like, I know, right? Sorry, y'all. <laughs> nah, you, you were in it, but this yeah. looks a lot better. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's crazy because now it's like you don't have sneaker cons right now. You don't have all these other events that are going on. So, it just really comes down to how you're going to plan your event just because you really want to place it at a time where, you know, people aren't tired ongoing events you want to place at a time where people are feeding for events because you know i've yeah. had which people are gonna definitely exactly like, be waiting for that exactly for that announcement like hey everybody you know take uh precautionary action but you guys are cleared to go to these these types mm-hmm. of events exactly with, with a lot of people and like, th- that's definitely something that we all know that's going to be the one thing as far as getting back to normal yeah uh, we're not going to get back to normal anytime soon i don't think yeah. Yeah. but at the same time it's like we just have to do our part yeah i feel like we have to do our part and you know granted like yeah i would love for us to have another event soon but at the same time it's one we can't we can't do that right now (laughs) but uh it's just really just you know time will tell and it even comes down to you know that quote we're saying like time heals and obviously with everything that's going on like eventually we will get into a better situation it's just a matter of time um, yeah with everything that's going on right now man it's I can't wait. Honestly, I, oh, yeah. I, it sucks. I didn't get to go to any of those events. Um, I'll do it. No, it's cool. I've seen a lot of uh, promotion, though. You you were promoting it really heavy. Yeah. And I, dude, I respect because I'm, I'm sure that because of you, mm-hmm. you know, you got a lot of 800 heads. Like, well, holy at, shit. at the end of the day, it's and not then, just everybody, yeah. everybody too contributing. Exactly. But, not, like, you guys did a good job. Yeah, of course. I mean, for me, it's. Congratulations, too. Oh, all like, thank, success thank for you guys. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate yeah. it. Um, you know, I couldn't, we couldn't do it without all our supporters, um, everybody that you know, did their part, you know, our sponsors, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors and give a shout out to our vendors and everybody that, you know, supported us and, you know, put it, put it on for us. And mm-hmm. I think for me, uh, personally, the fact that I was able to see a lot of old friends that, that showed up just to show love and, you know, just be like, Hey bro, like we're proud of you. You know, we're proud of what you guys do. Ain't that the best? Um, it, it's the best man. BMO. Exactly. It's, it, it, <laughs> it's, it, it hypes you up. It hypes you up Hell just yeah. because like, I have to say, like, um, when it comes to when it comes to like my boy Quinlan, right? He's definitely that type of person that wants the whole team to eat. You know, what I'm saying like he wants everyone in his circle, everyone at his table to eat. You know, and for him to have us join and have us be part of the team, it was it's awesome. Yeah. Just because at the end of the day, he didn't select us just for the f of it. Yeah. You know, it was more like. People we that all, he trusts. People, people that he trusts. People that, he, you know, have the same passion that he has. Exactly, and what we could bring to the table, yeah. you know? And as I said, like, to be able to do it with some of my closest friends that I met in the game yeah. has been a blessing, yeah. you know? And it, it just, it's it's great to see, like, people notice that, 
And, uh, you know, for me, it's like I've met so many people and the game is giving me so much just because I've met some of my closest friends through sneakers, you yeah. know? And I always said, like, it, start with, it starts with sneakers for me. Like, it always starts with sneakers. But at the end of the day, if, like, we can go from a conversation talking about sneakers and then go into a conversation talking about life, whether it's, like, relationships, yeah. whether it's, like, what you're trying to do in your future careers, anything like that, that's how I know that that's a legit friend, you know what I'm saying? So that's where it starts. And that's what I love to build with talking about sneakers with people just because you're able to take that conversation you're able to elevate and create into a friendship and you know building the community connecting the community and you know bridging the culture that's that's one thing that we do and yeah at the end of the day it's like we want to give our attendees more of a intimate experience just because you're able to connect more and one feedback that we did get and this is uh what me and uh me and Ray were talking about is one thing that me and him did a lot, especially during the event, just because everyone's all over the place, making sure everything's good. Right. Is we made sure that we made rounds mm -hmm. to make sure vendors were good. Yeah. You know, just so, be like, Hey man, amazing. Like, nice to meet you. Like, um, how's everything yeah, man, going? Put a face to it. Exactly. Put a, put everything. Exactly. It's and great. they really appreciated the fact that we did that just because they know like we're busy. They know that we're handling things. They yeah. make sure that everything's going smoothly, but at the same time you want to be able to, Get to know your vendors. Be able to, as you said, put a face to the person just because you could ask any of us. You know, there's a team of nine of us, but at the same time, it's like you want to be able to be like, oh, I could talk to this person for any type of future details for mm -hmm. any future events. Yeah. Or if I need something or I have an issue, yeah. I, could, I could look to you. And I think that's, that's what it is because at the end of the day, it's like I'm a people person, you know? Yeah. It's That's, all about organization yeah, too. Exactly. Like it, I, I'm sure there's been a, there's plenty of events that people can vouch for that um, you know might have just kind of left them to figure things out themselves. Maybe not even like I mean I'm sure every great event coordinator is gonna put mm -hmm. a face to the event and you know go out to vendors like how you said you guys did. Um, but then I'm sure there's other ones that are so busy and so so fucking hectic. Exactly, you don't know who's running people, it. People, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, like, like you, you, you don't really, have a chance to do that. They really don't, and that's like for us, like when we do the auctions or you know we get up on stage, right? Whoops, sorry, like, I didn't mean to slurp. No, on, it's on all the mic. it's all good, bro. <laughs> um, but you know, we we definitely you know we'll get up there. I mean. Pause. Just, as Fuck, I said, that was like, like <laughs> so I'm sorry. No, 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 it's good, bro. It's <laughs> good. It's hey, good. Nigga, I'm gonna run that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> oh it's it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely to you know go up there and just like let people know like we we put it out there like hey appreciate everybody coming out yeah. you know this is the team like if you guys got any questions let us know find one of us I mean usually they knew who we were because I was walking around with like two walkie talkies like yeah. I feel like I had a utility belt like yeah oh, right like I was Batman or something but um yeah it was it's it's definitely been a blessing bro yeah like, it's definitely been a blessing for that and I think for me it's just being able to turn a passion into something and be able to be part of the ride you know it feels it feels great just because I felt like sneakers really taught me what I wanted to do in my career and obviously I want to do something where it comes to like being with PR, being able to connect uh, the culture, be able to, you know, take relationships and form relationships between, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, I have friends that are building their own content, you know, whether they're a YouTuber, whether they're an entrepreneur like reseller or they have their own brand. It's like at the end of the day, it's like, I want to give you an opportunity to give yourself a chance to expand your platform yeah. or to be able to showcase them. Give platform. them a platform. Yeah. Exactly. Elevate that just because, at the end of the day, it's like, depending if you make money or not, and obviously I want you to make money. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the reason why you come there. But also at the same time, the way that we put it is 
you coming out to our events, you're paying for a networking fee. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like you're connecting with other brands. And I think what was, it comes down to like the little stuff when it comes to planning the event, like especially layout. When we do the layout, right? So last event, uh, it was uh, my boy Eric. So shout out to Eric. He was in charge of layout. All, everything venue, he was in charge of, right? Yeah. And um, him and I would discuss about what vendors, like, okay, what vendors go where, what vendors should be here. Because at the same time, it's like, if I feel like a vendor is going to connect with another vendor, put them next to each other. You know, give them opportunity to to learn from each other, you know, bounce off ideas. What Collaborate. Can exactly. That's what it's all about. Exactly. It's beautiful to exactly. watch. Exactly. Yeah. Collaboration, collaboration is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And for you to connect with somebody that has the same, you know, passion or is targeting a same demographic, like, yeah, people might see, oh, you know, you're just competition. No. At the end of the day, the thing is, what's crazy is that a lot of the vendors that we got, I mean, majority of the vendors, actually, they are willing to share their platform, be able to share their knowledge. Yeah. And that was great, though. Whether it's, you know, sneaker resellers, whether it's regular clothing brands, whether it's thrifters, that was one thing that we did was we had a big thrifting section last event. And I guess that kind of what made us different just because thrifting is big now. Yeah. Uh, it's really big. And the fact that, you know, you have people who may not necessarily be sneakerheads, but they're in this thrifting or they're in the streetwear and being able to go there and be like, oh, I can cop something. Because at the end of the day, not everyone's going to spend like a hundred, a hundred, two hundred, four hundred, $500 on a pair of sneakers. Yeah. Right. They might just want to look for like a sick T-shirt or a sick jacket or a cap or anything like that. Like that's why they go. That's why they go to those uh, thrifting uh, vendors, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely it's really cool to see that. And I think it's just expanding our demographic because at the end of the day, it's like we just don't want to cater just to just to one audience. Yeah. Like you want to be able to expand your audience. Yeah, and I think definitely. That's, that's the one thing that we really saw a difference between, you know, DS1 and DS2 and then now three. Uh, just because we were able to expand our audience, which was really cool. Man, that's great to hear. Um, you, what time you got your haircut appointment? Nine. Oh, at night? Oh, it's eight. Oh, yeah, um, no, it's chill. No, yeah. It's like, it's all close. No, that's great. Um. Just wanted to make sure, yeah, uh, but man, that's that's great to hear, man. Honestly, yeah. I think it's all about collabing and really mm-hmm. uh, getting ex- getting exposure. You know, whatever, yeah. especially for these these brand, these local brands that mm-hmm. are you know really just trying to perfect their craft and like yeah. you know whatever it is that they're they're um, as whether it's shirts, um, you know, whatever they're doing. It's it's always great to have a platform like the one that you guys are providing, so that way they could you know get those ideas and exactly. get that get that exposure exactly but man that's that's freaking great bro no um, it's it definitely is i i would want to say like i want my friends to grow and you know we all want our friends to grow and i think what i what i player learned, moves only yeah player moves only <laughs> hey. i'm gonna get better at that it's all good it's all good i'm still getting things no 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 honestly yo the effects I don't, I don't really use it, nah. <laughs> but but it's funny. No, no, you got you got you got to spice it up a little yeah, bit. Right? You know? it's, yeah. it's early in the morning, you know. It's dude, and tell me not like I I, well, I mean I know originally we were gonna do uh, we were like trying to decide like what time we were gonna yeah. do it. Honestly, I think there's two great um, benefits. You know, are like there's there's definitely the benefits of doing it early in the morning, and there's definitely the benefits of doing it nighttime. Mm-hmm. But like early in the morning, your mind's fresh. You know, you yeah. you you wake up. You I I'm. I always try to be in a good mood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wake up, get my, put, put the, um, take a shower, got the Vietnamese coffee. No. Exactly. Well, like <laughs> I, I had to get my coffee. Hell yeah, man. You know, it's, 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 it, it is honestly, it's, the mornings are probably becoming my favorite. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's one thing that, you know, we all know that quarantine's got your morning your, podcast. Yeah. yeah that, sleep that schedule messed yeah. up, but you know, sometimes like dude, my sleep schedule's fucked up. Oh, what yeah, is yours right yeah. now? Like it's dude, this week I've been falling asleep at like 
three to like the latest I slept this week was like five. Facts. And then I woke up a little bit, you know, and then went back to bed, took a nap, then woke up again. Yeah. Take naps in between. It's just, you know, it's. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I haven't gone into routine just because, like, you know, finals and school and with everything else that, that's been going on with me. It's just, you know, it's really been tough. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Got to look at it and you should be like, what could I do different? Because at the end of the day, like, if you ain't going to do it now, when are you going to do it? Yeah. You know? But, uh, man, it's just, you know, just I guess one thing that I really got to look for is, like, what I can do in this time to not just keep myself busy, but also yeah. another thing that like a lot of my friends were saying, it's like, what could you do to, you know, contribute to, you know, self-development, Yeah. Growth? whether it's, you know, you as a person, whether it's what you're trying to do with your craft. And, um, that's definitely something I've been really, really thinking about lately. Yeah. It's because with, as I said, like with everything that's going on, uh, but that's dude, it's, it's, it's really crazy to think about. Yeah. Know, I'm definitely just trying to increase productivity oh, yeah. I, I mean i think everybody's having their lazy days and oh yeah you know days where they're trying to just fucking like you know just sitting watching it, netflix i said netflix <laughs> or you know i i commend i commend everybody that's you know trying to you know keep their mind right keep their body right yeah you know i know it's, man it's, it's these home habit. workouts are really Exa- exactly really going all out they're really going that's all great, out though. and that's that's great like i i admire that because you, you know you're putting your mind to it and, and you're doing it like yeah. I, I wish i could do it i know i <laughs> hey, we'll get there man i said yeah we'll get there yeah but, um that's that's pretty much like you know, as I said, quarantine life, um, quarantine life. But um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, going back on what you said, like just with, you know, everything that's going on. I think one thing I do want to say is, uh, you know, I respect a lot of people's hustle um, just because like, hell yeah, because the hustle is coming out. The hustles are coming out. And especially, you know, being able to shout out all the hustlers, shout out to all the hustlers, whatever you're doing. Like for me, it's, you know, I want to give you a shout out, especially like I appreciate yeah. you bringing me on here just because at the end of the day, like, what you're doing, it takes a lot to do. Uh, regardless whether you know you want to host your own podcast whether you want to be a what event promoter or you want to be able to help throw events if you're a dj or you know you're creating your own brand at the end of the day you're doing something it takes a lot for you to do what you do and think for me it's like a really you know i really commend that yeah i really respect that just because you know i guess for me it's you know people are always going to talk about i think i I heard this on um, Damien's podcast, your last podcast. Yeah. You know, with the haters and stuff. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's Actually, just hold like, on. Hold on yeah, one second. Okay. My fault. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, yeah. Hold no, on. Good. Everybody, everybody just kind of has, like, a passion for whatever it is they're doing. And, yeah. like, you know, I, I really see the passion mm-hmm. coming from, like, what it is that you do. Yeah. Um, As far as, like, the sneakers, the events. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been following you for a while, so... I could just kind of thought it was right to reach out and like try to get you on here. Yeah, at the end of the day, like if it if it you know, <laughs> one, I wanna I wanna be able to support my homies. Like I wanna be able to you know support in your growth and be able yeah. to contribute to it. If, you know, I I think like for me, like we're all still growing. Like it's it's really a process. What people are saying, like you're only gonna get better at what you do as long as you stick to it. And I think for me, it's you know for able to turn into a passion. Like you could really hear the passion in someone's voice when they are really in to pretty much mastering their craft or working on their craft. Like it's, it's a, it's a big thing, you know, and that's why I respect people for doing it because they love it. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, you want to make money, you want to be able to, to do it. But at the same time, it really comes down to being happy what you're putting out, like yeah. whatever content that you're putting out. It's a, it's, and it's a growing process. It ain't easy. It ain't easy at first, but at the same time, it's like you want to be able to go out there 
and be able to show what you can do. Because as I said before, like, it takes a lot for people to do what they do. It takes a lot to be like, get behind the microphone, get behind the turntable, get behind a, a, a camera. Or, yeah, you whatever know. it is that they're doing, right? Exactly. Like, that's why I commend people for doing what they do. The only reason why, like, like, they really say that the reason why you may have haters is because you're doing something that either they want to do or they don't want to see you eat. And that's just, yeah. I've, I've come to terms where I feel that not only do I want my friends to eat and everybody at my table to eat, at the same time, it's like, ah, I want my enemies to eat too. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't really... That doesn't stop wish. nothing. That doesn't yeah. stop what you're doing, right? It doesn't stop what I'm doing. Like yeah. I don't. I I really don't wish bad upon people. Yeah. Just because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, why? Yeah. Like take care of yourself. Like at the end of the day, it's like, are those are, like is that really gonna matter to you? What matters is you're happy and you're doing what you're doing. You know. At the end of the day, it's like don't stop. Don't stop to grind, and you're only just improving yourself every single time and you know something's not working then you know work on it you know change it up a little bit just because eventually you're going to get where you want to be as long as you believe that and as long as you work on your craft and you work hard because yeah. i think hard work pays off and we sometimes tend to forget that but you know everything that we know that motivates us everything that we believe is going to help us then do it um that's just the that's just the way i look at it because at the end of the day you know, you know what you're doing and you know you have the people that support you, you have the people that, you know, believe in what you do and at this at the same time, like your friends want to see you succeed. Yeah. Like the loved ones want to want to see you succeed. So I guess that's the one thing that I, I would I would have to say in regards to that, just because, you know, at the end of the day we live in a very, very crazy world. We live in a crazy world and we're dealing with a lot of crazy things right now. But at the end of the day, it's like you gotta take care of yourself first. And also at the same time, it's like be able to just expand um, your knowledge in, you know, whatever you do and also just be able to, you know, master that craft. Hell yeah, man. Well, I think I think this was fucking amazing. This is a great sit down, bro. You honestly, well, you, you put you dropped some gems. Like, well, that's, I, that's I, hope, really, I, I hope so. I'm, yeah, a, I'm a little rusty. No, a little rusty. no, man. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate the stuff that we talked about. I, 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 I we, hope so. We, we covered some throwbacks. That, we, you know, we, you know? we, definitely, we definitely did. I think for us, it was, you know, be able to talk about certain things and be able to catch up the way that we did. Yeah. Um, it definitely, it's definitely refreshing. Yeah. I would have to say. Say the least. It, say, say the least. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Say, I say, take so away. I, honestly, every, every encounter that I have, I just take away, man. Like, yeah. I, I really, like, all you can do is keep on learning, right? They, yeah. One of my professors said, uh, back when I was uh, still in college, mm -hmm. um, said that the day that you stop learning is the day you're dead. So, mm -hmm. like, I, that really stuck with me. And, like, every time I interview somebody, I just listen. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a student to the game, yeah. man. I just soak it up. And it's, it's, it's good because at the end of the day, you, you learn something new. And I think what it really comes down to, you know, expanding that knowledge is, yeah. you know, there are those who are willing to put you on game yeah. and you want to be able to put on game for the right reasons. And I just feel like one thing that I always tell everybody and one thing that I'm a really firm believer yeah. and, you know, especially this comes from even our time at Shoe Palace and you know, even the times now, I'm a strong believer that God puts people in your life for a reason mm. or people serve a purpose in your life. Yeah. And once they serve that purpose in their life, at that point, if they leave, it's okay. But 
at the same time, you're going to take that lesson because they're either teaching you a lesson or you're teaching them a lesson. And that's something that you're going to take away and be able to implement in things that you're going to do. So whether it comes down to the person that you are, whether it comes down to the career path that you are, I feel that he does that. And that's where it comes with, like, you look about it, like, all the people that came in your life, whether it's, you know, relationships, whether it's, you know, the friendships and even your jobs, right? Yeah. Those, those teach you. Those mm-hmm. teach you something. And I feel like these people contribute to you becoming the person that you are regardless if they stay or go. Yeah. And that's what it comes into listening because you're learning so much knowledge from other people that are putting you on game and telling you, you know, this is what we do for this. This is what you can do. This is what we do, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just a way that you take it all and, you know, pretty much implement it into your, I would say, I said this on a, I said this on a previous one. I was mm. like re- repertoire, you know, yeah. your arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's something else. I, I, I spent a I lot. Of, I spent a lot of time listening to uh, a lot of podcasts uh, during this quarantine. So yeah, man. Like, definitely solid the knowledge. Solid knowledge. Suck it up. Definitely, you know, keeps the mind going. Um, it's it's really good, especially like if you're not big on reading. Like you said, listen, listen, listen. That's all yeah. you got to really do. Yeah. Man, shout out Christian, man. Appreciate you, brother. Um, oh yeah, I appreciate you guys. If you want to give, you, if you want to give out your handles and you know where people can find you, oh, yeah, definitely. Any updates on like any, anything you know with, with the event? And yeah, of course. Um, so on my personal handle, you can follow me at Chris Renato. That's uh, Chris C H R I S. R N oh no sorry I kind of messed yeah. up it's, it's it's coffee bro yeah no it's good. I'm gonna put it in the, yeah, in the beginning but, of the video yeah but it's Chris R E N E D O double E that is my personal handle so follow your boy um, don't forget to follow us at Undeadstock Events that is Undeadstock Events I mean Isaac is gonna put it in the handle oh yeah uh, make sure that you keep up with any future details that we have going on I know we have a lot planned right now it's, it's, you know despite what's going on right now uh, make sure that you follow us for any type of updates we are working with you know other you know brands to you know put out content uh, so definitely stay tuned for that uh, you know I really appreciate you coming out here um, at the same time for everyone that's listening and everyone that's taking the time we really appreciate that I know yeah, that's, yeah. it's not easy. But at the same time, it's like everyone stay safe, everyone stay healthy. Um, just you know, remember to tell your loved ones that you love them. You know, that's the that's the one thing kind of feeling sippy a little bit. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that's the truth, man. Yeah, that, that's the truth. Because at the end of the day, it's like um, just remember that you know you. Oh, shoot, I was gonna say. I've just been really into like sayings lately, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, just make sure that you uh, take care of yourself and uh, surround yourself with positivity because at the end of the day, you don't need negative uh, energy. Uh, You know, like at the end of the day, like people come and go, but you know, they serve a purpose in your life. So don't forget that. Don't forget that. Especially during this quarantine, man. Don't like, don't forget that. I mean, that's just, that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. You feel me? But uh, yeah, just make sure that you check us out. Make sure they follow and you know shout out to the podcast man like pretty much give my boy isaac you know players moves only hell yeah uh, that's what you gotta do uh definitely i'm glad to be part of the process uh you know i'm just you know it's all the way up from here hell you yeah know, man I think I stay, appreciate that yeah stay stay to what you're doing and you know definitely we'll do another one hell we'll yeah another one this is the player moves podcast thank you for everybody that's tuning in we out